to Fresh Rewind, a podcast where your friends at Fandom City discuss movies you watched all the time when we were younger. Some stand the test of time, but some just don't cut the mustard. Here's our criteria. We're not limited to any particular genre as long as the movie is at least 20 years old. Tonight, to celebrate its 30th anniversary, we are discussing, you guessed it, Top Gun! Woo! I'm the only one excited about this. Okay, I'll be excited for Everybody, <laughs> I have enough excitement for everybody. It's okay. I'll share. Okay. So <laughs> before we dive into the greatness that is this movie, let's introduce ourselves. I am T, call sign Siren. Leona X here, call sign Thunder. Rachel here, call sign Tormini. Okay, you guys. Those are awesome call signs. I just want to say, oh, I feel like I need a helmet to go with it, but you know, right. work on that later. <laughs> Maybe a flight suit. I don't know. Okay. So uh, let's talk about a few, uh, a few things before we talk about the plot of the movie and all that. Uh, Top Gun was directed by Tony Scott, written by Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr. Based on an article that was published in a local, uh, well, not local, but a California magazine about Top Guns. Uh, the cinematographer is Jeffrey L. Kimball, who also worked such classics as Legend of Billie Jean, Beverly Hills Cop, Mission Impossible 2, The Big Bounce, and my personal favorite, <laughs> Four Christmases. Don't judge me. Do. I love that movie. <laughs> what is The Big Bounce? What is The Big Bounce? Isn't the big bounce the one with Lou Diamond Phillips no. and Rocky Mark? The big oh. hit. Okay, then. Okay, then the big bounce is the one with Owen Wilson. Yeah. That sounds. Okay. All right, somebody <laughs> look it up. Somebody look it up while I talk, <laughs> and then we'll know for sure. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's the one with. It must be the one with Owen Wilson. Anyway, so it was released um, May 16th, 1986. So be 30 years next week. I cannot believe it. I'm aging myself so, so bad, and I don't care because I got to talk about Tom Cruise. So, uh, the movie is starring, and I just want to point out before I say, they all look so friggin' young. I was just watching it like, you look 12. Like, I can't can't believe how young you look. So, it's starring uh, Tom Cruise. I'm sorry. Every time I talk about him, I might get all soft (laughs) in the voice because I love him so much. Tom Cruise as Lieutenant Pete Mitchell. Call sign Maverick. Kelly McGillis, Charlotte Blackwood, call sign Charlie. She is a civilian contractor. I was wondering if you're going to say call sign. I didn't make it up. <laughs> they called her Charlie. <laughs> Nobody called her Charlotte. Um, Val Kilmer. Um, I don't know what his rank was, but his name was Tom Kazansky. His call sign is Iceman. Anthony Edwards, Nick, whose uh, name is Nick Bradshaw, call sign Goose. Tom Skerritt, Commander Mike Metcalf, call sign Viper. James Tolkien, who, the name may not sound familiar to you guys, but he's the principal <laughs> right. 
on Back to the Future. Uh, call his name is Commander Jordan. He's call sign Stinger. Rick Rossovich. I love that you're mentioning him. Oh, like he's worth it. Where, where, where is, is he? he? Where is he? He is worth something. What are you talking about? He is Roxanne. He's the he was he's ER the for second best thing about this movie. Oh, okay. What? Anyway, <laughs> okay. Um, Rick Rossovich is Slider. Michael Ironside, who I've always thought there was something attractive about him, but he was really attractive in this. He was. I was Michael like, hello, in that voice, hello. Yeah. It's like a... Eat through sleepy eyes. He's <laughs> <laughs> hot. Um, he is a jester. Barry Tubb is Wolfman, and Barry Tubb is important hey, because he, he's he, a Huey Pyatt. He's Huey right. Pyatt. Yeah, Huey Pyatt from oh, Legend of the Wolf. Oh, sure is. this guy? <laughs> um, Whip Hubley. Is Hollywood and he's famous for Ruskies. being on Ruskies. Oh, um, <laughs> Meg Ryan is Carol, aka Mrs. Goose. John Stockwell, famous for being on this and Last Christine. American Virgin. Like, what else was he on? Christine, yes, Christine. He's Cougar. Tim Robbins is Merlin. Clarence Gilliard Jr. is Sundown, and Adrian Pastar is Chipper. Before we go any further, I want to talk about Adrian Pastar for a moment. Um, he looks 12 on this movie. So I had to look up his age, and he's actually only two years younger <laughs> than oh. Tom Cruise. <laughs> or a year younger. And I'm like, but but on the movie, you look 12. Like, I don't Don't you look 17 understand. today? Yeah, he still looks pretty young. He looks about 25. Hey, Interesting that you went through the effort to mention Tim Robbins and Adrian Pazdar because Adrian Pazdar comes up like an hour and 45 minutes into the movie and is only there for 12 seconds. Tim Robbins shows up and disappears. I know we're going to jump into the movie, but I just want to start off by saying when I watched it again, I was like, oh, Tim Robbins was on this? And then he showed up and disappeared and I went, oh, so he wasn't on this. Like, why do we even say it? You know what's funny is that, <laughs> so I'm watching it. I was watching it yesterday, um, and Mintz and her friend Z Dog, Z Mail, whatever she calls her, Z Money, Z Money, um, they had never seen it. So I'm like, you gotta watch this movie. It's epic. So like, we're watching it, and I'm like, you guys, like before it even starts, you guys, like Tim Robbins is on this. They're like, what? I'm like, Adrian Pastar's on this. They're like, what? <laughs> So like I don't understand how you guys didn't no, remember totally they were <laughs> Did I watch this oh, more right. than you oh, guys? Absolutely. <laughs> That's hands down. I thought you knew that. Um, what? I, I missed it. She asked that she watched I watched this more than oh, you. Oh yeah, you watched this more than me. Of course. I remember it being on and not show up and I danced to Danger Zone and then I think I disappeared because when I watched it again, <laughs> nothing seemed familiar to me. I could have sworn Meg Ryan was in it more. Wow. There's a part, we're going to get to it. But let me just tell you where I thought it ended. <laughs> I didn't know it was a good hour left. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because Mint said, like, where we stopped it yesterday, Mint said, I said, I have to watch it again. I have to finish it. She goes, but isn't it almost over? It's like it got a whole hour left. <laughs> Where I thought it ended, I thought where where my ending was, 
I thought maybe there was 12 minutes left right. to it. When he right. kept going, I know what you're talking wait, about. wait a minute. I know what you're talking about, and I promise you I thought it was max 15 uh, minutes left. I couldn't believe so it. So it was over for me, crazy. apparently. So and Going wow. by the description That's from Amazon, so funny. it was part a big, huge part of the movie. Who knew? Um, <laughs> cast things real quick. Okay. I agreed too quickly on Michael uh-huh. Ironside. I guess I had to look again. I take that back. He is old and not hot. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh no no on the movie I don't know who I on this movie. Like. I mean on this he was there was something about him. Now I'm like no, but I think on this there was something about him. But I like okay the voices and a commanding presence. I guess. And, 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 so that just I, a, sorry I mean to cut that off. But another quick cast note is happy to notice Tim Robbins is from West Covina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> I, never mind, I won't sing it. <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, so I put two descriptions only because um, I thought one was, I thought the one from Google was better, but I found the Amazon one first, and it took me forever to find one. First, I want to say I don't know why I don't own this. Yeah, I feel like I did, and I must have lost it. I know I at least had it on VHS, so I, I don't know what's going on, but I got to fix that. Anyway, um, so from Amazon, in Top Gun, Tom Cruise stars as Maverick, a talented training pilot in an elite U.S. school for fighter pilots. When he stumbles upon some MiGs over the Persian Gulf and his wingman panics, Maverick cleverly talks him through the situation to safety. Consequently, he is moved up in rank and sent to the Top, top Gun Naval Flying School. There he has several conflicts with other students huh? while trying to live up to his deceased father's reputation. Unable to cope with the death of his best friend and fellow pilot, Goose, Maverick contemplates dropping out, but follows through with his dream and ultimately becomes one of the Excuse best me, of the best. Speaking of, can we watch that too? Before anyway, you go, go to the next description, can you tell me where this version of Top Gun is? Because it, it's got it's kind of filling in the plot holes here. So I want to see this version. Look, you pad in like twenty more minutes and 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 filling the I gaps. thought it was interesting that they mentioned Goose. I mean, I'm sitting here trying to skirt around and not give it away. <laughs> the Goose yeah, died. Spoiler alert. That's why I didn't want... Right. That was the first one I found and then, like, the one from Google is the one is... It took me forever to find one that did not really? mention Really? I just don't feel like that, that is the plot. You know I know it was a big point. Is it, it is That's not the plot, plot point, but it's not, the, it's not a fair plot. Right. It makes it seem like right. it happens early in the movie right. or that's exactly. what um, the movie is about. Right. Um, that's the impetus no. for him to go. That, he, like, no, he, he, he no. died right there. in the first five minutes. And all right, now right. we do this. Right. right. But it doesn't mention that empty so, relationship. Okay. Well, <laughs> the Google description. The Top Gun Naval Fighters Weapons School is where the best of the best train to refine their elite flying skills. When hotshot fighter pilot Maverick is sent to the school, his reckless attitude and cocky demeanor put him at odds with the other pilots, especially the cool and collected Iceman. But Maverick isn't only competing to be the top fighter pilot. He's also fighting for the attention of his beautiful flight instructor, Charlotte Blackwood. Okay, good one. Good description. Lose the last line. Like... So, what's funny is, as I'm watching this, like, and, okay, I, I can't admit, I'm very colored by this movie because mm-hmm. I love Tom Cruise, and I'll watch anything he's in. So, I'm watching it, and Mint is, like, really working my nerves because she's like, 
how many plot points, like how many things are happening in this movie? You have the coming of age. I mean, no, he's grown, but you know, he has to find himself. So it's the coming of age. There's the love story. There's the father figure. There's the lost friend. There's the, uh, what is the homoerotic <laughs> undertones? I'm like, you're ruining this, ruining this for me. But it's absolutely true. There was just can, so much can happening. I say, and never making it to the point. Unfortunately, while I enjoy a, a, a number of Tony Scott movies, that was kind of his thing. To like, just have a whole lot happening. Mm. And then you're like, I'm enjoying <laughs> yeah. this. I think, what, wait, what part am I enjoying about it? Like, So I, I watched this, um, I think last year when it was on Netflix. I was so mm-hmm. excited. So I watched it one night. Supposed to be asleep and I watched it. And I'm watching it, and I'm like really excited because it's highway mm-hmm. to the danger zone, and and ah, I love it, Tom Cruise. And as I'm watching it, I think I was halfway through it, and I went, "What the hell is this movie about?" <laughs> right. Like it, it. I am not offended when Rachel says it has no plot because it oh. doesn't. Like, it's a great movie for if you want to see those mm-hmm, aerial mm-hmm. tricks and 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 speed and beautiful colors but other than that it's like okay. I think it has several plots that just never fully explains them <laughs> I was you know what I had to I had questions that I felt like I needed yeah. a naval expert to, to answer for me so I called our our mutual naval expert daddy <laughs> and I asked him <laughs> several questions and I told him because the first question he was like what I was like I'm watching Top Gun and I just I have questions and he's like explaining it to me I, it was a, there were a couple conversations so and I'll point out some of the things when we get there like what he had explained to me because you're right there were certain things I'm like but 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 what does that mean and what happens from there like I, I'm sorry I failed I remember watching this but, on VHS and certain things that happened well certain things something that happened on when they landed the the um, plane on the carrier and daddy pausing it and breaking it that down that story yes and then telling us that scary I, ass story. are you yes. telling that story so I, I had to I had to pause it right there and tell Matt and Z Money that story and they were Properly yeah. horrified. Yeah, I gotta hear this. Um, oh. you don't know it? Okay, when we get further, we'll we'll tell you. The and story. thanks for reminding okay, so let me. me okay. I didn't remember that, so I remembered it. Every time I watch this movie, I go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so the score is by Harold uh, Harold Faltermeyer. He is the person who did Beverly Hills Cop. He's mm-hmm. Axel F. Um, and the soundtrack, I guess, was supposed to be like a big hit, but like really, they were like two songs on it, mm-hmm. Danger Zone and Take My Breath Away, and they both play multiple times I, throughout. I like, see here that Danger Zone played three. I'm pretty sure I heard it 23. Like, I felt like every few minutes it was all Right. I, I, I said three, but I, I think I'm being nice. I think it was, and like there was a point, like, it would play, and then it would play again, and then it went, is this the MIDI version? I'm like, I think it is. Like, it's not like a, right. it's not like a video game, and then there was a, uh, a music version of Take My Breath Away. There was a there was a version of Take My Breath Away where right. she just right. and then when they finally had the love scene, she sang and hummed. And I'm like, how are you doing this? Right. Are you a ventriloquist? <laughs> how are you? I don't understand. But yeah, that yeah, interesting soundtrack. So the budget for the movie was 15 million. Opening weekend, it made uh, one million. Nine hundred sixty-five thousand seven hundred thirty-seven, and then 
I guess by the, I guess overall it made eight million. I don't know. It's it doesn't seem right at all. He wasn't a star by then. He was really he was a star, but not the kind of star he is now. He was not making bank like he is now. Plus, there was no bank like that back then. Um, I I think the numbers the numbers seem off to me. I don't know that I believe these numbers, but um, what was I about to say? It's not considered. It at the time was not considered a critical success, but it is oh, by far a cult classic. So, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, rather than really talk straightforward about everything that happens in the movie, I I broke it up into chunks of things. The beginning will be what what leads them to Top Gun, and then after that, we're going to talk about Maverick and his relationships. <laughs> people like those huge plot points okay so uh what happens is maverick is a hotshot pilot with daddy issues and we we don't really what kills me is we don't really know what the daddy issue is and then by the time we learn what it is you realize he's actually lieutenant caffrey that's what i was about to say he's a hotshot lawyer (laughs) with daddy issues that's that's all i got out of this movie he's a hotshot navy guy with with daddy issues I remember I was watching this and I kept saying I don't know what his rank is. I think he's a lieutenant. And then I said, No, I'm getting him confused with a few good men. And then she, and then Charlie said, Oh, lieutenant. And I'm like, Oh, he is a lieutenant. And like, how odd that he's a lieutenant in the Navy with right. daddy issues. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Anywho, um, Maverick uh, is a pilot, and his Rio, which is his radar intercept officer, is Goose. And I guess they've known each other for years and been flying for years. Anyway, they are flying a flying pattern over Indian o- over the Indian Ocean, and it's just like sort of a a test run. I'm gonna just fly around and test out my skills. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know Blue Angels. I don't know. Anyway, um, they come across a Mig. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. They're out there flying with Cougar and his Rio Merlin. That's John Stockwell and Tim Robbins, and they come across a Mig who comes out of nowhere and he's just taunting them. But he puts his missile lock on Cougar, and Cougar, who's a dad and a husband, freaks out in the cockpit, and he doesn't know what to do. And then uh, Maverick, to get the guy off of him, inverts his plane, so he's upside down over the MiG, and they flip him the bird. I don't know why that was important. I don't know why it was supposed to be cool, other than to prove that that's something somebody could do. But if I'm not a pilot, why would I, I care? I don't know why that made the MiG pilot just fly That's away. what I didn't oh, get. Oh, oh my God. Sorry. Let me get out of here. That's what I didn't understand. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. He flies upside right. down. I think I and should bugger off. I'm... Oh, what are you going to do with that? Yes. You can't make that develop in the middle <laughs> right. of the cockpit. Like, there's no light. I'm there's no room to even shake it. I'm so confused. That's why That's why later Goose never even pulls it out because right. he knows. He's got a picture. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Can I, I'm, I'm curious to know, um, do they, in, in real life, when they, do, they, when, do Russian pilots just come out of nowhere in the middle of American practices? I, I doubt it. I mean, it's Indian Ocean, so it's probably considered some, some sort of neutral mm-hmm. territory. I would guess. I mean, I'm not in the Navy or Air Force. So I don't know, but... I, I'm pretty sure they don't just do that. Like, it's the movie. Yeah. This is Hollywood. We got to make something happen. We had to have a reason for Cougar to lose his shit and not be able to. Because Cougar was the one right, who was going right. to go to Top Gun. So he all, before he got was into written. that plane, you know, that morning, he had a wife and yep. child. And... Right. And the... <laughs> exactly. 
And that's what bothers me ahead, too. Leona. You got shook that easily. I just don't believe you were a top one percenter two seconds ago, and you got shook like that. I right? Just, no. And it's funny because that's exactly what um what is his name again? James Colton. Something like that. <laughs> Storm. <laughs> What's your name, sir? Stinger. That's exactly what Stinger says. Like, dude, you always had a wife and a kid. You always knew this was going to happen. You knew every time you got in that cockpit, this could happen. And he didn't shoot you, so what is the problem? Oh, sir, I can't. I got a wife and a kid. I can't do this. I'm too shook. I can't. So I took that to mean he was never going to, he was leaving the Navy. You know. You're never going to Well, you're never going to be a pilot again. It, it was. It's not that easy to walk away from the exactly. Navy, slam your wings down, and that's peace. that's what Daddy said. <laughs> Why did Merlin get screwed? Right, <laughs> right. Merlin, like I just, I didn't do anything. And I also have another question about Merlin. How the hell did Tim Robbins fit his big ass in that cockpit? That dude is six five. Okay, how did he fold himself into there? Into like, the back at that, not <laughs> in the back. He should be in the front with a leg room. I'm like, how Ooh. is this a thing? Anyway, so because he's because Cougar is so shook, he gives back his wings and is like, I can't do this anymore. And I'm left thinking, you you know, you that doesn't mean you can leave the Navy, right? It's like you still gotta do something. You you work there. You going to the brig or you going Two to go notice. do something? Goodbye. You, you're not leaving. <laughs> exactly. I quit. So Goose and Maverick. I can't think of his name. Goose and Maverick. I want to call it Tom Cruise. Goose and Maverick are uh, basically getting called on a carpet because what Maverick was supposed to do after he made the bo- after he made the bogey leave was he was supposed to go back and land, but. He didn't. He saw that Cougar was upset and couldn't handle it. So he went back and talked him down so he could land. And he landed wrong anyway. So here's the thing. Cougar, can, he can't quit. You know why? Because when he did that landing, he damaged a $50 million plane. Right. So they like, you know what? Pat, get your little <laughs> stick with your bandana, your bandana on the end. <laughs> get to getting on. We're done with you. You just but broke the plane. It was funny because he was, he, was little, he was trying to talk him out of it. Oh, you know, things like that happen. Or if I would have been like, dude, mm-hmm. did you see what you did to that front wheel? Get out of here. <laughs> right? You, know you broke the you, wheels. Oh, my like, God. I don't you can't understand. go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. That's what I <laughs> You know what happened. He had just Pretty got well. into it with his wife. Found out she's sleeping with their neighbor. And he like, I got to get back home. I can't. Really? She said, if you don't bring your silly behind back, <laughs> I can't I'm do leaving. this no more. And that was that. So it was on his mind. Poor right. guy. Uh, uh, somebody <laughs> got to take care of the baby. And now he work at the local Big Bear or something Big Bear. instead of being it's, up. It's asinine. We all know how, because we have so many family members in the military, including our parents, we know it is not easy to leave the military. It's just not. So you slapped your wings down, and then what? What was his next plan? I don't know. Paho. Anyway, we're gonna do that a lot, right? <laughs> so Maverick and Goose are sort of in trouble because they didn't follow the rules. But Stinger tells them, "I have to send somebody." So my next question is: You have this whole <laughs> ship in the middle of the Indian Ocean. You don't have right. no other pilots. You gotta sit here with Jekyll. I'm so confused. Exactly. You just said they're the worst right. pilots you have. You have to send right. them. They, they, whatever. 
Why couldn't you see right. a Merlin their in somebody repu- else? Their reputation is already preceding them. Everybody knows that they're high exactly. heads and they take risks. Why would you send <laughs> them to Top Gun? You wouldn't have to send anybody. There are so many naval bases and ships right. around with, with planes. Somebody right. could have sent two. You wouldn't have to send. And you could have said, you Maybe know what? We ain't like, got nobody. If he don't, he loses slots next time around. So he got to keep, like, supplying people. <sighs> I guess. Well... well they should explain that. He should have said right. that. Because right now, I'm like, sounded, this don't make Because when he was like, yelling at him, at the, it sounded like a reward. You know, you suck, but yes. I gotta send someone. <laughs> You're going to Top Gun. High five, dude. <laughs> and and they were not chastised Ooh. at all. They were grinning by the time he was done. I'm like, he's yelling at you for being a, right. such a screw-up. And you're, uh, whatever. So, they get to go to this elite naval aviator training school all because cougar's a punk and stinger don't know how to not send anybody anyway and they were goofballs like they were doing flight doing flybys by the tower and making the guy spill coffee on himself and it's like don't you know nothing you don't have to do that what are you 12 yeah yeah pretty much children so Basically, they're rewarded for their mis- their mis- misbehavior. So they go to Top Gun, which is in Miramar, which is in San Diego, California. California school for pilots. But my question is, <laughs> didn't he already go to school for this? But but Daddy explained it to me. He said it's an elite school where they learn. Yeah, they learn more and they get better. I'm like, right, so it's grad right. school. Like, like I, yeah, <laughs> rank it for me. I don't get it. So there's a guy smoking during a meeting, and I said, "Oh, it's the '80s." It was Adrian Pastor. He, he was, uh, he was pretending like, to smoke. You... Nobody keep that youthful look and, and be chewing on a cigarette. <laughs> right? He was like, <laughs> 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 "Um." So Iceman is staring Mav down, like he don't know if he want to punch his face <laughs> in or kiss it off. And I'm like, why you have such a hard on for this guy? I'm so confused. What did he do to you? Just because you know about Cougar? Cougar punked out. Cougar. That had nothing to do with Maverick. If Maverick hadn't gone back to save Cougar's ass, Cougar would be in the but, middle of the Indian Ocean right now, and Merlin would be like, I didn't have nothing to do with this. Too far. Wasn't wasn't um Stinger getting upset about their distance? So I think that maybe Maverick was being a little hot headed and put them in that situation. He didn't but put Cougar yeah. in the situation, I don't think. But well, he was helping him. He, go ahead. When he went back, weren't they all in, like, kind of in a danger, danger zone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, they were because right, they already right. had no fuel. And so. So they had no fuel and they were counting. When they were counting the numbers, they were counting how far out they were, approximating how right. much fuel they had left. I feel like Iceman, although this this last time that I saw it was the first time I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to get it on. But <laughs> I felt like, obviously, the, the tension between them was, you don't even deserve to be here, A. And B, you not right. about to put my life in jeopardy with your antics. And so I felt like he was just like, maybe I can scare mm-hmm. him off by snapping my teeth together at him. <laughs> <laughs> what was that doing? <laughs> like... I know, it's like, I, <laughs> we're not supposed to turn me on or what, make me leave. I don't know what I'm supposed the to do killer, right now. I so thought confused. they both were feeling it. I thought, I thought Maverick was they like, They both, oh no, there was some sex. Right. 
it was there was the sexual tension there. I think the problem was the reason why they couldn't go for it because they didn't know who would be the bottom. They were just too dominant. Maybe it's gonna take turns. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh my god! <laughs> Thunder, are you okay? <laughs> I almost choked. <laughs> I'm sorry, I broke you. Anyway, um, so they immediately after the first day of learning about what it is they're gonna do and 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 study. Right. They immediately go to a bar because that's what you do when you're in a service. I mean, I, you go to the bar, you get tattoos right. on your hands you're not supposed to. I don't know. <laughs> so they go to the bar and it's so mm. 80s, the big hair, the bright colors. It's just so ridiculous. And there's more tension between Maverick and Iceman. I will say this. Maverick is minding his damn business. Maverick knows he's an asshole. He knows it. He's minding his own business, and Iceman just has to say something. It's very much, look at me. I'm hot for you. Notice me. I'm going to punch you as well. Like, it was like, wh- why are you calling attention to right. the fact that you hate him so much? Right. I didn't get that. So, I don't know if you guys noticed this. Did you notice what Goose said to him, to Maverick, as soon as they got to the bar? Because Mint missed it. She was so confused. Because... He immediately starts going for Charlie and Mint's like, I don't understand what brought this on. Because they walk into the bar and Maverick makes a comment about all right. the, yeah. mm-hmm. the women that he could get with that are there. And Goose says, your problem is you're always thinking right. between your legs. You need to stop. And then no sooner he says it, he sees Charlie and it's like, she's lost <laughs> that love and feeling. Okay. This is one of my favorite parts well, of the well, movie. It used to be mine till today. Be- <laughs> Okay, it's one of my favorite parts in the movie. And I think I'm really thinking of it as, you know, (laughs) 11-year-old siren, okay? Because it's so corny. But I'm sitting there watching it, and I warned Mint and Z-Money. I said, it's about to happen. Shh, be quiet. So it starts, and Mint goes, who the hell does this? Like, why is this okay? Like, I don't understand. And it's, you really, when you watch these old movies, you have to really sort of either... Get very upset <laughs> with what we allowed back in the 80s or go, right. that was the 80s. I'm going to compartmentalize and no, I won't. It can't happen now, but that was the 80s. That's I let it go. What I did. The, the um, open harassment, it was such a brash, yes. defined moment that I just. It was, <laughs> yes! <laughs> it was the ultimate corny thing. And. It was so corny, and Mint was like, this dude ain't even on the beat. I'm so confused. He would get turned out for that. I'm like, yeah, you you got a, a point. You got a point. So then after they sing this ridiculous song, and can we talk about Clarence Gilliard for a moment? He takes, right. the song's over. She says, sit down. Let's have a drink. And Clarence Gilliard decides, right. it's my moment. <laughs> and he keeps singing. Why, what, Why are you deal? singing? Shut it there's down. No, there's no other Scene is over. to harass. Or are you about to harass one of these dudes? Baby, baby, yeah. yeah. Nobody else wants to be harassed. So Maverick says to her, Hi, I'm Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mint says, Is that supposed to work? I don't get it. I'm so confused. I'm like, You're not paying attention. My name's Maverick. Oh, your mom must have hated you. Oh, that's not my real name. That's my call sign. Right. Oh, you're a pilot. So Mint doesn't get it, and I was like, you really have to watch something like um, An Officer and a Gentleman to see how, I don't know if people are still like this, but back then, 
it was really this. Yeah. I love a man in uniform. I love a man in the military. Oh my! They like they I, have I groupies. Mean, supposedly, mind blown. To this day, supposedly, like near ba- bars, near bases, or bars where you know they're all gonna be. Yes, that is where people are showing up mm-hmm. to wow. get them a man. I, 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 so yeah, it's gonna work. <laughs> Oh, you couldn't believe it. No, this could possibly work. I'm like, yes. It definitely worked back then. And of course, it didn't really work on Charlie. And we find out why later. Like, Charlie's not having it. He's following her into the bathroom, talking about testing the bench in the bathroom, the counter. Like, okay. we can just do it here. And I'm like, right. you need to be in, in jail. In what world would nobody scream for help? Oh, you know, I thought it was cute when you sang the song. But now you're in the bathroom with me. So, right. I guess we, well, I guess what we were supposed to take back as an audience is that she was strong enough in her mentally to be like, I'm not worried about this guy. But I would have been like, them. I feel like right. it, I would be scared to right. see what would happen next if you just jumped right. out the bed. Exactly. It made, I, I don't understand. Like, that's, that's the thing about male writers. They write ridiculous stuff and you go, no. No right. woman is going to stand there and keep having a conversation right. with you after just you follow chilling. her in the bathroom talking about you want to have, you just met me, you want to have sex uh, with me on the counter of a public Dude, bathroom. She turned around, leaned on the counter and was, you know, I'd have been, I'd have kicked him in the nuts and left. Like, what is If what? you, I, yep, I think we were supposed to see right. her as If confident. you were going to get some, you just ruined it. You just ruined it. Exactly. There's no way you're getting I, it. I don't know. Cause, and that's why the relationship and the pursuit of the relationship stunk for me because it was like exactly you kidding me because exactly i think if i well you know when you know going to when they when they meet again i'd have been like yeah keep that dude away from me because do y'all want to talk about the yeah, next yeah, or do you want to talk about him a little bit if you don't mind because i I thought she was like completely repulsed by him for a long time. I thought that she was like, never, never. And then he had to like soften up and right. turn her around. So when I realized that he didn't have to do anything, I was disappointed. Right. That, that. You know what he did? You know what he did to soften her up? And this is the real problem I have with the relationship. Not the fact that right. it was like four <laughs> days or, you know, not the fact that he basically was harassing her until he got what he wanted. It's that he, how he got her was he told her that he yes. was the one who did the inverted plane, and she's, and she said, and he wasn't, he wasn't even trying to use that as a way to get in her pants. He just admitted I was inverted, and this is what happened. And she's like, "Oh my god, that was you! I really want to talk off. to you for my research." And that's all it became about. She didn't really want him, and I'm really mad about that because this is Tom Cruise here we're talking about. Like, are you blind? Are you she about was plane? the ultimate fan girl, girl and I think it was like, well, I'm gonna, I want to talk to you. I want to get to know you. I want to get to know what you did, but you ain't really. I'm gonna go on and throw these draws at you, so you'll go on and talk about what right. I want to talk about, and let's be done with it. Right. The funny thing is, he goes to her house. She invites him, like he's trying, he's hitting on her, and she's like, no, and looking at his homework like, that ain't right, and you stupid. But then she writes his number, her, her address down, and like, come to my house at 530. So then he goes to her house, and like, they eat, what? like, no, what kills me, he walks in and says, he walks in late and says, Wait. can I take a shower? And I'm like, no. who's house? Who? What are you? What? You, you're not, I, 
just met you three days ago. First of all, you ain't coming to my house. Second, you still ain't coming to take a shower. That, the way they met, how he pursued her, there is no way that he would have got my address. Mm -mm. We would have met up back at that bar. And can I take a shower? We wouldn't have met up at all. If he was going that route. But can I take a shower? You can go home now. Mm -mm. Yeah. So then she's like, no, uh, let me smell your (laughs) funk while we eat this delicious food I cooked. So they eat, they're eating, and then, like, she sprawled out loud. It was mm-hmm. very, come hither, go ahead right. and take me. He's clearly not interested. He didn't even care. She starts playing, sitting on the dock of the bay, and the first thing he says was, my yeah. parents used to love this song. Um, <laughs> boner gone. <laughs> like, <laughs> you serious? You are liking I mean, me to your like parents? <laughs> She was, okay, like, and she made a comment about being older than him, like, when they first met. She said, well, you think I need a younger man, oh. blah, blah, blah. And in real life, she is about 8 to 10 For years real? older I than him. I didn't know that. I believe it. Yeah. So, at least they admitted that she was older. But, dude, um, your parents are not 10 years older than you. <laughs> I, I hope. I don't understand so, the interest so. in him. Besides the... It's Tom Cruise. Okay, but he, <laughs> he is not Tom Cruise. A dick. <laughs> <laughs> but see, but see, here's the thing. What what the what the movie is saying is, even though this guy's a brash, cocky asshole, he's still a pilot, and even no, a strong but woman you know she who not knows just, about this stuff is still going to be interested in the pilot. Woman. She's not like a strong attorney. She's a strong woman who deals with pilots all the time. All the time. You may right. tell exactly. this one to her over. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> she... So he only won her over because she's waiting for that. That's the only thing that makes sense. She is beyond educated, <laughs> okay? She, you know, the way they was describing her, like, she got degrees coming out her butt. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> This uh, even if she was going, I don't date students, but I'll make an exception for the biggest butthole in the room. <laughs> no, because it, it's the inverted. That's all it takes. It's because yeah. of the mix. It's because she was not interested until he said the plane. I was the one. That's when she became interested. It's just like on Real Genius when Patty Darbinville Quinn was sleeping with all the guys yeah. who were the top ten smartest people in the country or world or whatever. Yeah, That's so exactly. Was her she was on the lookout. <laughs> yep, she was looking for the person who did an inverted thing. One day I'll find him, and then I'll attract him with my old time <laughs> music, and then. We'll have a, a fake relationship that makes no sense. That I'm not supposed to date a student, but we'll be seen publicly on All the base the immediately. <laughs> like, right. look, so, look, it's not like they were hiding it. First of all, they were on the base when uh, Carol came to visit. They're on the base in public together with their arms around each other. And not only that, he'll be pied new to call right. her later. I'm like, you guys weren't hiding no, this at all. It, it was just. I don't know. It, it was just wrong to me. It was so we together for no damn you know, reason other than it had, yeah, just to have a love story. You know what? You know what love story made sense? Yeah, with Iceman. This, that um, made more sense. This eighties movie was a guys movie. They needed the girls to want to come out too. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the studios mm-hmm. were like, "Yeah, I need you to beef up this love story. Go do something. I don't care what it is, and add mm-hmm. take my breath away to the situation." Right. I will tell you this. 
I remember watching that love scene. Like the shadowy dark and all you see. You know it's them, but it's sort of like silhouettes and you see him. I was like, I love him. And that's what I want my first time to really? be like. I was like, where's my results? This is boring. No, no, back then. Back then you thought it was boring? I didn't pay attention back to then. Back then, I can honestly say. Oh. I was like, that dude's cute. But he was no Val Kilmer to me, so I didn't get it. I was like, how is she not where Iceman right now? <laughs> did you, did you, like, so you did. Iceman was not interested. Iceman was interested in her. Why did they just call him for a good old three-way? Why? Everybody happy. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. What are you about to say, Rachel? I don't know. I never really, <laughs> y'all lost me with the three-way. Sorry. I, I start, okay, yeah, I can work. Rachel. Rachel, come up with the polyamory. Oh, no, you gotta no, get down. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I can roll with it. I just don't understand how once um, Iceman and Maverick got together that they would even continue having her. They probably wouldn't. They probably you wouldn't. You hold the camera. Right. They she wouldn't. don't know that. They don't even know that. But slowly she gets bumped off the bed. And no one even knows <laughs> Woo! Okay. Man, I'm making my chest hurt while I was laughing. Okay, so that's enough of those two. Stupid love story. Uh, now, how about we want to talk about next? Next, Maverick and Iceman, Maverick and his dad. Well, how much Maverick is there and, to talk about we'll Maverick, say Maverick and, and Viper? His dad. I mean, he had more of a... Just that his dad... Just that his dad was a fighter pilot, and he didn't know what really happened to him. He didn't know if anything happened to him. All he knew was right. his dad was mm-hmm. gone, and whatever happened... He, I don't think he even... They, they eventually say... What happened was classified. But he didn't even know that mm-hmm. to begin with. He didn't find that right. out until he got to Top Gun. And that, that they were insinuating that he killed uh, his own men or something? I think his dad is being held hostage in Vietnam as we speak. Could be. I think his dad Could is Tom Skerritt. <laughs> I was thinking that the hey, entire because, time. Um, he goes to, and that was another thing that bothered me about the movie. He goes to visit Tom Skerritt at home and they open up the door. How you doing, Maverick? Like they know each other. And I'm like, can we see like the the wife or and the whole bunch of other women that's in the house? Right. Can we have like at least got an mm-hmm. introduction? Because why am I supposed to know that he knows these people? I think you're supposed to know. Like, how why would we ever think that Vi- that Viper wouldn't right. be inviting right. students to his house? You know what I mean? Like, there's are they having Sunday barbecues? I think we're supposed to think it was a not the meeting was a natural occurrence that we didn't need to see because they're on a naval on a navy base, and because it's a navy base and it's just all those people, you're gonna eventually bump into your boss's wife. I get that, and I got all this just right now while you said it. Like, I'm not thinking this. I'm not thinking this. I was watching it because I was sitting going, what? But why do you know him? Is this picture somewhere? Like, are all the pilots' pictures on the wall at the A and P? I'm so confused. At the A and That was basically. Well, we we'll come back to some more about Viper. Well, we can go ahead and finish Viper since we since we talked about him. So he's like the father figure, as well as the authority person in in Maverick's life, who he doesn't listen to, and he doesn't listen because I don't have a dad. Like, I don't know what his problem is. Like. Why don't you listen? People are telling you. It's not like people are saying, we don't want you to have fun, Maverick, so don't do a flyby. We're saying, you know a flyby is dangerous because those the speed and the sound is so intense, it could really kill somebody, but you're still doing right. it, you dick. Right. Like, it's so ridiculous. Uh, um, He pushes Maverick to be the best no, he can be. Go I, ahead. I, I can wait till after we finish this segment. 
Okay. So um, he pushes Maverick. Like, you can see them doing the dog fights. And it's usually the students going after Viper and, and um, oh, my God, Michael Ironside. I lost your name. Jester. And he's usually, Viper, Tom Scared, is usually like, come on, Maverick, come on, get him, ah, 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 and pushing him to do more. Um, and it turns out, I don't know how long, let's say they were at Top Gun for six months. I, I don't know how long Top Gun school is. Six weeks, six months, I don't know. You Clearly, you've been to this man's house before because right. his wife and his daughters know you. How did you just now right. see the picture of him with your father? How did this just come he up? up? He's like, oh, yeah. He I pulled it with out your father. the third meeting. He was like, well, now it's time for the big reveal. <laughs> Go ahead and hang that picture. Right. <laughs> that picture went near last oh, time. Yeah. I flew with your father. And by the way, let's go talk. Uh, yeah, your father, what happened to him is classified, but I'm going to tell you. Look, I don't know a whole lot about the military or the government, but I know something classified. You don't just be saying that shit on right. the base while you're walking around with somebody who's leaving. Like, I'm, you don't do that. Mm. So he tells, go ahead. Oh, it was just random because he, he really didn't tell her anything. It was just random. It was just it was, another plot hole. It was classified, and I'm going to tell you. And, um, yeah, come on over to the graduation. It'll be fun. What he told him, what he told him was, um, your father was on this mission and he, he saved three planes before, and he said that just this way before he bought it. Right. Oh, he's an insensitive dude. And we get further into, oh, he, he, he has (laughs) no chill I wanted to punch him in his throat. I was like, dude. (laughs) You're an asshole right now. You get away from me. Okay. So now we can talk about, um, let's talk about Maverick and Iceman. Love in the afternoon. <laughs> it just was beautiful, really. <laughs> you know, when I was younger, I never really looked at it or thought about it. I think because mostly I was like, oh my God, I would love to be in the middle of that right. sandwich. I would be <laughs> like, in the middle of, um... I really... I really, I wasn't people. I was only 11. I really I, wasn't oh, thinking Well, that, maybe you were. 11-year-olds, you know, they develop early. They know what they like. They right. they, th- they know what they think they like. Let's put it like that. Because, you know, not saying mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Everybody know what they crush on. And let's face it. Every, Iceman and um, Rick Rossovich, because mm-hmm. I don't know his color name. Slider. Slider. And Beach Volleyball was yeah. him. <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> it's so funny because... Mick kept talking about the homoerotic undertones because you ever notice every conversation Maverick and Iceman really had, they were like so close. Faces. Like they were, their their mouths yes. were like, they're basically well, they kissing. Well, they were kind of lip to forehead. They were swapping so much spit. <laughs> but still. Well, no, I'm pretty sure, and this is no shade because y'all know how much I love this man. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he had them lips. <laughs> So it wasn't quite <laughs> lips to forehead, maybe right. lips to bridge the nose. <laughs> I don't know. But they did have my my babe and some lips. Um, so I'm telling, she's like, "Oh my god, the tension between them is ridiculous." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, oh, you haven't yeah. seen the beach volleyball the scene. random thing." She said, "Are they all random, are they all oiled random. up? Yeah, oh no, random." Wait. There was they no reason for this. They were all because Anthony Edwards didn't he come out of his shit. t-shirt. And I was so sure bothered You weren't you hot? They're all Why sweaty. Why did you come out your shirt? Glisten oil happening here. And you just <laughs> like, Anthony no sorry. Edwards had on a t-shirt. I mean. He was pasty white, that's why. He was like, I didn't. 
He said, I bet when it came to filming, he was like, go through this scene in here. Nobody told me. I'm not tan. I'm pasty. I got my shirt. I mean, I no, no offense to T and her love for Tom Cruise, but you got Rick Rossovich and Val Kilmer on one side, and you got Tom Cruise like, um, could you hit that bench real quick before you get back on this beach? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I may just come here. No Tom Cruise shade understand. on this back. Like, if he was standing by himself, he'd be like, okay, cool, ha ha. Nope. And then you look over like, oh! <laughs> Put the camera back over there! <laughs> And then, did y'all notice that Rick Rossovich kind of did a little yeah, flex? flex. Like, kind of, kind of. He flexed he three or four times. He had to let you know. Y'all I'm gonna here. forget about okay. me, so here's my Do moment. <laughs> they, don't let my, they don't let me take my shirt no. off on everything, so I got to, like, do it right no. now. Glistening, and then, like, the yeah. dog tag flap yeah. around to the back. And they then falling ah! in the scene. This was Man. such an honest... What's ah. this, this movie was made for men, right? You know, it's supposed to be that, that you know, um, that big, um, macho man movie. And... Maybe they put the scene in, maybe this was the scene for the ladies. They're like, okay, we added a love interest. If I read some interesting things about how the love interest mm-hmm. came about, it wasn't really supposed... Before it was an aerobics instructor and, and like the I guess the, the Navy were, like the Navy didn't say no the Navy they actually were consultants on the film so they rewrote a lot of things and told them how, how, how certain things should go but the she was really supposed to be an aerobics instructor and then they met a civilian consultant uh, with the Navy who had a call sign and everything who was brilliant and they were like oh she right. doesn't have to be a dingbat I guess but wouldn't <laughs> it be more logical a real for the to be interested in Maverick but Maverick's the star. Okay. I don't think we're supposed to see. We're supposed to um, cheer for Maverick. Think for? he's not that bad. Supposed to cheer for. We're supposed to cheer for. We're supposed to think he's a, a dick, and then yeah. eventually we oh, are. Oh, we're supposed man. to be honest about okay. him. Honestly, we, I mean, while we, we might think I stand high, we're really supposed to see him as the end all be all Maverick. We're supposed to see him that way. Okay. So, and, and I can understand seeing it that way. I, I'm not even saying just because I personally don't mm-hmm. that I don't see the vision they were going for. My problem mm-hmm. is making Charlie fall so quickly. Like I get that she would eventually. I just right. find it hard to believe she just inverted plane and I'm done. Like uh, that was my problem. I mean, like she left her panties on the desk and was like, "See you later, honey." She was just. <laughs> if they had admitted she was a groupie, right. I think I could buy it. But they were trying to pretend like it was something that it wasn't, and I really wish Hollywood would get the picture. And they they still do this, and I I get upset every time. You do not have to have a love right. story in every movie. It's not I required. Mean, I'm going to go see stuff without I mean, a love story. And and then I, even after they hooked up, they really didn't spend too much more quality you know much quality because time. it was a secret yeah, that's why they had family time with goose and his wife i think they had quality time we just didn't see it like there were so many like so many other things well, we didn't okay see. if you tr- you you wouldn't you made such an effort to make us to try to force us to believe that charlie would be interested in him let us see them more let us see a relationship developing since you forced this love story on us yeah i think a, a, at least another scene or something could i agree good, where he opened up to her and she was like yeah. oh, okay i see you as more than we were supposed to see that love scene and think that was it i mean he yeah, opened up he to did. her on her porch when he talked about his parents he talked about his father and honestly for me he's not even 
quote unquote the bad guy in this. I think she is because he seems like even though he was a jerk to begin with, he's coming from a more um organic place mm-hmm. than she is. Like you clearly want him because you're a pilot right. hoe. Not because you want him. I think she probably would have eventually moved on to Iceman, except Iceman was digging Slider and Hollywood. And wouldn't you? Everybody else. Hollywood was with Hubley, right? Yes. Okay, because there was a moment when Whip Hubley pulled his um, Whip him? shirt off in the locker room, and I was like, hello. And I was like, I'm you wasn't at the beach. You don't remember that oh, from Rusty? Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, sorry. Oh, oh, you don't remember that from All My Tiger Rusty. Beat magazine? <laughs> no, I didn't even <laughs> No. Whip Hubley was always in my Tiger Beat magazines, I and I was like, hello, I did Whip not Hubley. know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hello. Um, yeah. I, that love story. Are we still talking? Are we still talking Ice about? Man. Ice Man. Ice Man, yeah. So there was so much tension and animosity that I feel like I remember Ice Man Im- immediately saying, like, I heard about what happened with Cougar, and trying to blame him, and it's like, that's not the way I saw it. He didn't do anything wrong. Like, if you want to say you know he is somebody who is dangerous and does stuff he shouldn't do, okay, but where are your receipts? Because he says another time, it's your attitude. What attitude is that? Like, what did he do to you, personally? He didn't do anything, even on the dog fights. He didn't do anything to you, Iceman. Everything he did was messing up Goose. But I think he's... It was messing up you. He said you're dangerous. You know, I think, and I think that's what his problem was. You're dangerous, and you're going to put me. You know, you're going to put one of us in a situation. You right, but my thing is, my thing is, where did he get that from? Because he wasn't at flight school with him. He wasn't. He his only frame of reference was Cougar. Even when they did the, even when they did the dog fights, there was nothing that the Maverick was doing that was dangerous. So why did he come in? automatically angry and untrusting and saying he was dangerous like where your receipts and see that's i think that's another plot hole i think we're supposed to believe that he put um cougar Cougar in danger i think i I think i i yeah that's i i believe that we're supposed to believe that cougar wouldn't be in that situation if it wasn't for maverick because you kept seeing they should have reshot that going back and forth (laughs) onto the carrier where stinger is like get them back here get them back in here so I'm thinking that, yeah, Maverick was supposed to, even though Cougar was the one who froze up, he wouldn't have froze. We're supposed to believe that he wouldn't have been in a situation to freeze up if not for Maverick. But he just didn't. But that's not what, that's we, not saw. what we saw. That's what's bothering me. I'm wondering if it's on the cutting room absolutely floor. absolutely not. You know, did we miss something? Did they shoot it and we just didn't No, they it? didn't write it right. Yeah, Simple as that. They didn't write it right. right. I, I, I believe that's what we're supposed to believe, that he's dangerous to himself, to his wingman, and definitely mm-hmm. to the person in the plane with He him. does have a history of leaving his wingman. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's a thing, because they, they mentioned that several times. Um, but I just felt like Iceman was like, you coming at him, and you don't even know him. But I think it was, I personally, I think it was more of, you're the best where you were, I'm the best where I'm from, and we're both vying to be the best here. Right. So I got to kind of like get in your head right now or get in them draws. draws. I guess I got to get in your head. Um, So they have all these different dog fights and Iceman keeps winning. And Maverick's taking it in his stride, but Iceman got to like chomp his teeth at him and walk up to him in his towel. Like 
talking shit, but really like, you know you want this, boy. (laughs) I could not, I'm like, why do you keep walking up to him while you're naked? Mm -hmm. I'm so confused. Like, I'll give you, because you know you're Val Kilmer and you're hot, and like, you're like, I'm confident in my masculinity and my naked body. Mm -hmm. Okay. But why are you all up? Oh, and why is your penis touching uh, his? I'm confused. Because it has so much to say about Val Kilmer as Iceman. Do you think he like watches this movie like those are the days? <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet he doesn't. I bet he doesn't. He just think he just stopped caring. I have to look into him because I heard he had mouth yeah. cancer. Then he said he didn't. Like he really say yeah. really say Satan said he didn't, but I don't know. Speaking of him, I have Thunderheart, oh, and I'm gonna watch that this week. Anyway, Thunderheart was good. Um, I love that movie. I need to buy it. I got it from the library. Anyway, what I was about to say about Iceman. Okay. Um, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that last part. So, um, let's talk about Goose. Oh, really? Well, we have to. <laughs> we have to. Because according to Amazon, it's a crucial plot plot point. It's like what the movie is all about. It was for me. So, um, uh, like I said before, Goose and Maverick have been each other's partners and the uh, as pilots for years. They've always been put together. Um, they get to Top Gun together, and their whole point is to win, to be the best of the best on the plaque at Top Gun. So they have their first dog fight. And Maverick and Goose don't follow the rules. Now, can I explain the rules? Mm-hmm. No. Because, <laughs> number one, I'm not a pilot. Number two, I ain't paying that much attention because they were saying jibber-jabber. They said pilot jibber-jabber well, in the battle line or something. And I'm like, what does that mean? He went too far below I the mountain? He, like, he, well, I don't know what that means. And he said something about the line being 10,000 feet. And I think that Maverick went below that 10,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah. And then plus so he they, did the flyby. So my whole thing was like, did he not know he wasn't supposed to go below he the line? Knew. Or did he know and was like, F y'all, I'm going to win. So I'm just going to do this. Because they actually, uh, what's his face? Goose looked surprised. Because they were sure they won. Mm-hmm. And Goose looked so surprised looked, that they right, didn't. Goose looked surprised. But remember when he had the um, the conversation with Viper um, he said, um, Viper said, you went ten th- you went below the line, and then um, Maverick said, I went below the line, but it was only for a few seconds, and I didn't engage. So he was basically saying, yeah, I went below the line, but I didn't shoot, I didn't, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm right. good, it's okay. I, I didn't really do anything wrong. I was only right. partially wrong. Right, get off my wrong. back with this. You know, geez, I, I did everything I was supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> You really hate me. Anyway. Um, so after that first dog fight, I don't even think it was the going below the line and missing the point of what they were supposed to do that was a problem, but it was the flyby that really was the issue for Goose. And Goose basically says, like, Maverick comes over with his hang dong face hang and dong. his, his <laughs> hang dog, hang dog, <laughs> hang dog face. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And his big old puppy ass. Like, I'm sorry, man. Goose is like, look, I'm sick of your shit. All right? I got a wife. I got a kid. I got mouths to feed. You better straighten up and fly right. And that means fly right, brother. Because that grocery store that Cougar got hired at is not hiring. (laughs) They ain't hiring. So I got, this gotta work. 
So they have the next um, dog fight as Carol and Goose's kid are visiting. I I don't know why hey, she had to visit. That, that <laughs> week. Here I am. I don't know where. How you doing? Right. Why do you right. have to visit while I'm in flight she, school? She, she, Goose, Goose said she wanted to come. She wanted to live there. She wanted to be a part of it. So she was going to come visit no matter what. She was probably looking for houses and everything. So that's why she felt she had to come visit. It almost looked like a surprise a little bit. You know, I said I want to come visit. So right. hurry up. I. It was cool to okay. see her. And of course, we're supposed to see her again for the lady. We got to know that Goose is the responsible one who has a family. Yeah, Cougar did too, but who cares? Uh, but Goose has a family. Right. And you want to relate to him. Maybe you care about Goose even more right now because he got a wife and a kid. Right. Because mm-hmm. not only do you see his wife, but you see his right. little boy. Not his, you know, mm-hmm. you, you see a, a, a boy that's barely walking and you're like, and they having family moments and, and she she getting to know everybody else. She got a connection to Maverick and it's just like, <laughs> right. Yeah, you can see that coming. So they, they have their second dog fight and Maverick doesn't listen. When Goose tells him, hey, look, just just kill Jester. Don't leave your wingman. Listen to me. He wants, because he wants the big kill. He wants to go after Viper. And Viper is egging this mess on. Now I just wonder, when they have those things on, can they act? Can they only hear the tower? Can I the tower hear, hear them or can they hear, hear each other? I think they can hear each other. I think so, too. Because Viper's like, come on, come on, <laughs> come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> it looked like and he was trying to pull him into a trap from, you know. Yeah, he did. And Maverick is falling mm-hmm. for it. And then he goes into it. And what do you know? They get missile lock from Jester. And that means they're killed. And so once again, Goose is like, dude, you keep effing up. Like, I don't I don't understand. Like, what is with you? Like, you're not right. the only person in this plane. Because what happens if they, okay, they got, they were given the opportunity to go to Top Gun only because Cougar um, left. So mm-hmm. if they don't graduate, is it back to swab and decks or is it just get out the Navy <laughs> altogether? Well, according to our expert, <laughs> it's back to the Navy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he said, like, this is what he said to me. It is not easy to get out the Navy, okay? <laughs> like, you're still there. You can quit if you want to. You're still there. <laughs> I quit. Okay, see you at 0800. <laughs> right. <laughs> On the deck. Um, so... Their third dog fight, they go up, and this is after this wonderful family mm, singing <laughs> family moment, and... singing great balls of fire, and it's just lovely. And why is she still is there? She still Are the dog there? fights every day? I mean, this she, how far apart a dog park? Dog walk? Dog fight? This is a weekend trip. Go home. Because you would think, because uh, it is a base and they have housing, but the housing probably is for people who are always there. Right. And their families, but they probably have some some temporary housing. Some temporary housing, apartments, or something for people who are just there to go to flight school or whatever else they have there. And they're probably like dorms. Right. Because you see the bathroom they were in. Like they're in the bathroom, it's like a common bathroom. Where the hell is your well, wife and child? Yeah. Where are they staying? She's staying with Viper. They're Viper's That's house. Mister, <laughs> 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 Mrs. Viper, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, 
so that's why Viper has no chill. Why is she still here? Exactly. Why did she still in my house? I said she could stay for a day. Okay, so they have uh, their third dog fight. Um, they're, this is the first time we see them up. Every other dog fight we've seen the two of them, Maverick and Goose, in the plane by them. Like, just their plane with Jess or Viper. But this one, they had to show us them with Iceman and Slider. So Iceman and Slider are in front of them, and they are on, I think it was Jester's tail. Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, they're all, some, they're all telling him, Slider's even telling Iceman, dude, take the shot, come on. And he's like, I've got 30 more seconds. And they're like, and you can hear Maverick, dude, take the shot or move out the way so I can take it. 10 more seconds. Dude, take the damn shot. Like, you have to take it like you're taking too long. Take the shot or move. Five more seconds. And they're getting more and more frustrated, and they're, like, right behind each other, right in front of behind each other. Take the shot. Take the shot. Oh, forget it. So he finally bugs off, but he creates a jet wash, which I'm assuming is, like, a... Probably mist. Turbulence. Mm, okay. Like a, a disturbance of the air, I mm. guess, that... um messes the plane so they get into the jet wash and it makes him do a flat spin so they do the flat spin it's just really fast spin 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 it makes the engines go out one after the other and they begin to lose altitude Mm -hmm. and because of the turbulence and the losing of the altitude uh maverick can't reach his ejects lever Mm -hmm. And he's trying, but he can't reach it. So because he can't reach it, he tells Goose, you need to pull it. So for what I'm getting from this is whenever there's some kind of issue with the plane, the pilot is supposed to eject. But the Rio only ejects if there's an emergency that keeps the pilot from being able to do mm-hmm. it. So anyway, Goose pulls it. And when he pulls it, the canopy pops up. But his seat goes up too fast and hits the canopy before it can drift away. And when he hits the canopy, his head hits, like his head bobbles around and his head hits the canopy in in both directions. And Maverick flies away safe and they both land and Maverick immediately knows something's wrong. And he goes over to Goose and you see Goose with like a hole in his helmet and blood all over his face. And it's clear he's dead. I remember seeing this. We saw this in the theater, didn't we? I feel like I did. I remember seeing this and crying <laughs> my eyes out. Like the best person on the movie is gone. I'm right. so confused. Right. Like this was before I knew that this was something <laughs> they did on movies and TV shows. Right. They just kill the best person in order to make the other person I had stronger. to die for you to get stronger. Right, <laughs> I freaking hate that trope so much. Or to come to your senses, come to come to right. your senses. You know, the, you know, I, somebody got to die for you to realize that the way you do things is the wrong way. Nah. Right. Ugh. So yeah, he dies, and I just want to point out when the emergency team comes to airlift him out the water, they grab. Goose in such a way that they pretty yes. much killed the him. His body they killed him. I'm like, he might not have been dead, and they y'all was carrying him up I like that. Where was you? The little, the little, um, 
bed thing. The body that they yeah, the bed thing that, that like a you know that metal thing that they lay people. Yeah, it's the freaking coast guard. Like, it's like a gurney. Okay, right. Where was it? You didn't have that. Why did you have a body harness? Why? Why? Why couldn't somebody get? Why couldn't somebody get in the water and stabilize his head and his neck before you did that? Freaking head injury, and you carry him like a broken rag doll. Dead. We not doing all that. And get over it. And it was like, okay, who? After this movie, because I didn't notice it when we were younger, but when I watched it today, I was like, they continued to let Brockheimer in. Um, what's her name? Continue to make movies. Tony Scott. Yes, <laughs> uh, Tony. They basically said we don't have enough budget to do this right. Well, just, so you just drag that body right, up there like that. We, ew, I cannot that believe make any sense. I, that didn't make. Any I refuse sense. to believe the Coast Guard would the Coast Guard or, or, or the Navy would have done that. Even if they know they did. No average Joe rolling up in their canoe. I don't think that that happens. Mm-mm. No way. I mean, even first graders know to stabilize the neck and <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm done. No. <laughs> no, that really bothered me too. Like I had a real issue with that. So, um, after it happens, Maverick is down about it, which of course, and you know, worried about it. And I felt like he was always worried because, like, that's my best friend. That's who I've been fine with all these years. I don't know if I could do without he him. him found out later. Yeah, we found out later there was a little bit more to it. But um, so he's in his <laughs> barracks bathroom in his underwear in his tidy whities <laughs> here's my first thing number one i hate, I hate tidy, tidy whities the tom cruise seems to he like does. them <laughs> tidy whities are awful because they're so thin they're not holding anything they're not holding they anything think and they're so thin they look dingy at the drive-in when we were younger <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes the funny thing is i had just just come off of a huge mini rant in my mind about tidy whities because I watched the replacements and there's a scene with these yeah. hyphens in his tidy whities. Right. I'm like, they look dirty. Why do you tidy, have those ones? Tidy whities fresh out the package are gross. Okay. Exactly. None of them are good. Men, men listening. Knock, knock, knock. Can you hear me? Is this on? Men, stop buying tidy whities. Um, your wife doesn't like them. No. Your girlfriend or your boyfriend doesn't like them. Your husband, nobody, nobody likes, likes them. them. Stop doing stop it. Stop doing it. You know, and, you know, you know, just, you know, not even on men, you know, because, you know, they sell the t- the female version of tidy whities, the white no. panties for women. And, no. And you get those in no. the multiple pack and they get tossed to the side. Do you Gosh. know, I want to burn those damn things and I get Why like, and I want to write to Fruit of the Loom and say, stop putting freaking white panties in the package. No woman wants white panties. Nobody. You know what happens to us every month? We don't want white panties. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Sorry. I know about white underwear. Off the topic. I hate white bras Me too. too. Oh my God, I hate white underwear. Anyway. So he's in his tidy whities Sliding around the floor. You get about so. my thing. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Lord. <sighs> anyway. Thinking about contemplating life and all its mysteries. And then comes Viper. Viper's like, You still think Get over it! Right. <laughs> goose is dead. Is that how you say it? Who, who taught you how to, to tell people about death in the family? <laughs> it is clear. Goose has been dead for 12 hours. 12 to 24 right. hours. And it's clear. Because the water hit Maverick in the face, too. So he had, like, bruising. Mm-hmm. 
you can tell from the bruising, it hasn't been very long. And you stroll your little uppity ass in there talking about sensitive ass. He dead. Yo, Did you see ass talking about Nobody cares. <laughs> he dead. Get over and it. Get back in the cockpit. Back, he goes to, to gesture. It's like getting back in the plane. Are you Get kidding? him out there as soon as he possible. He's the last person you want in a plane. He was already dangerous. Now you want to put right. a dangerous grieving person? Viper. I'm a viper. Back backtracking. When we were younger and we saw this, I hated Maverick because of Goose. <laughs> because of who? Goose. Goose. I blamed you blamed Maverick. Maverick. I blamed Maverick. I know it probably should have blamed the Who Navy. Who do you blame now? Maverick. I should have blamed the Navy. Why do you blame Maverick? I, I, I don't know. I just think that I just think his high, it, I think he everything he did was just foreshadow. I, I think it was karma. His karma hitting <laughs> Goose. <laughs> 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 I, I, I should blame the Navy for that cockpit not opening properly. You know, maybe they need to get somebody to test those those um can- canopies out yeah. every now and again. But I did blame Ma- Maverick, and, and I had no sympathy for Maverick, and I wanted um Meg Ryan to smack the but shit she... out of him. I wanted him <laughs> to be a rat. Oh, I, I, I wanted her to go... <laughs> and I didn't know that he had a court date because the movie ended for so... me. When, when yes, that's the part <laughs> we were talking about. When I was watching this, I could have sworn everybody patched him up, pat him on the back, said "Get back in the sky," and then the credits came up. I could have sworn. No, they had they had wow. that big moment with the attack on the, over the Indian no, Ocean and no, I didn't know that. I thought Rose. Goose died. Everybody was like, "That sucks," and it went off. I was amazed. There they was so ca- much. I more. paused it, and it was still forty minutes left, and I was like, "What's I- left to?" Now, why there was something left to see, I do. I just for the past at least twenty five years, I don't know, have thought that was the end. Wow. But you know what? I'm going back to Viper having no chill. Um, Charlie didn't have much either. You know, I thought she could have been Charlie. Yeah, I thought she could have been a little more. Need a hug. But I think what we have to understand about Charlie and Viper is they had an agenda. Mm And their agenda was just to get him to do what they wanted him to do. And if you look at it that way, as an adult, you can go, you you asshole. Yeah, no chill. And you just want him to do blah, blah, blah. And that's why you don't care. And that proves that there but is no love we... story. Exactly. Can we go back for a mm-hmm. minute? I blame Iceman. Well, technically, mm-hmm. for this, it is that was his fault, wasn't it? For taking long. Yeah. Yeah. Because he took too long. He knew they're right behind him, and then the way he bugged out created the jet stream. So I blame Iceman. Well, and, and actually, yeah, you probably can't blame anybody. You, honestly, you really should be blaming well, the Navy for the faulty mechanism on that canopy. Um, Maverick was the only one that got brought before a hearing, and um, that we saw. Right. We don't know that Iceman. I, I believe that maybe Maverick, maybe Maverick was also a little too close. I know he wanted to get the shot for them. I blame them both. How about that? Because they both were looking out for themselves. Iceman wasn't really looking out for his his um Rio and Maverick wasn't looking all they was looking at I want to be number one so Iceman wouldn't get out the way but Maverick wouldn't pull back a little bit so I blame them both but I think he I think he couldn't pull back I think the way the the pattern they were going he actually couldn't I I I, I want to say he was too close but I think he actually wasn't because they would have said that in the in the trial they would have said you were too close I think they would have. <laughs> I think it. <laughs> I think it. Because 
sorry about that. Well, men just invading people's houses. Um, I hope you're okay over there. Um, um, so I think they would have said that because they even mentioned this jet stream. Mm-hmm. They said that um, it wasn't his fault that the jet stream was the real problem and the jet stream was they, they even said the jet stream was created by the Iceman. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why he didn't get in trouble because he should have moved. I don't know. It's, it's also weird. Well, anyway. At any rate, um, after Goose dies, Viper's like, get him back up there, but uh, Maverick has lost his edge. He's now Cougar 2.0. And he's up there not taking shots. Or maybe he just don't want to listen to the black guy that has to tell him thought, what to do. But... I don't know. I don't know. Um, So, he is not able to perform in the next dog fight. And Viper is like, keep sending him up there. And, and Jester's like, dude, it's been two days. Mm. You need to bring it down a little bit. Like, you're doing too much. And Viper's like, I don't care. Keep sending him up there until he gets better. And at that point, Maverick's like, you know what? I'm not going to get better. I quit. So he quits. Iceman takes that time to go to him and tell him he feels he's sorry about Goose, you just wanted a kiss. Get out of here. You wanted to see this with your shot. It ain't. Do you want to talk? Get out of here, Ice. It was way too soon, Ice Man. You're muted. Ash, I I said sorry. I said (laughs) you're probably sensitive. Do you want to talk or uh, you want (laughs) to do some Otis Redding? The stuff that Charlie should have been. The stuff that Charlie should have been saying. Exactly. I don't remember Charlie saying, "I'm so sorry about your friend." Charlie was like, get over it. She was like, I, Charlie, I'm willing to listen to what? What do you want to listen to, girl? You want me to listen to talk about my inverted flight? <laughs> right. Like, I don't understand. She's like me right now. Me. I need a shoulder to cry on. Iceman. <laughs> so, um, he is cleared of everything. Whatever they thought might have been wrongdoing in the hearing. And it's not on his record. And that's not enough. He quits. And Charlie decides, oh, you quit? I thought you were better than that. I mean, she finds him at a, at a bar and, and lays into him in public about why he's quitting. And he's looking at her like, bitch, my friend did. Like, I don't understand. Why Why? why aren't you comforting me? Oh, no, not the, okay. She got another job and he heard it through the grapevine and she took it. Exactly. <laughs> you took it. I had to find out. That you was up and gone when I drove past right. your spot and saw the saddle on the, lawn, on the lawn. Like, are you serious? You talking about I'm already gone? Bitch, you been gone. What are you talking that about? Wasn't the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, I found out this. It I was not the way to do it. There oh. was another guy that in right. his plane, and I just wanted to know <laughs> exactly. It's just like real genius. So, what I want to come back to about Viper is um, Viper. When he, after he tells him about his father, he tells him, look, you want to quit. I'll get it. It makes no sense to me. We all have these issues. Every time we go up in a plane, we know there's a chance we might not make it back or that somebody we know and care about is going to die. And that's the job, and you deal with it. So you got enough credits to graduate. You can come tomorrow to graduate or quit. Choice is yours. But guess what? You're still <laughs> in the Navy because that's not how it works. <laughs> you don't get to just leave. We own you. So they have the graduation. 
it turns out Iceman and Sidor are the best, and they have his graduation, and Maverick does not show. And this is the point where we really get to hear from Clarence Gilliard and Adrian Pastor. Right? Is he here? <laughs> I I haven't I haven't seen him. I don't I don't think he's gonna show up. They stole the show. They stole the show. <laughs> like that was the best performance of the, of the whole movie. Like I was glued to my TV. <laughs> What are oh, they going to say Tim next? Roberts got to sit up and say something. So it was a, oh, wow, yeah. Tim Robbins was at the graduation? Wasn't he? No, Tim Robbins never coming back. No, because Tim Robbins wasn't going to Top Gun. Oh, God, he was a, mm-mm. He she, wasn't a guest. I, 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 tell, I was waiting for him to come back, too. He doesn't. It just makes sense because it's Tim Robbins. <laughs> no, he, he was not there. He wasn't there. Look. I think before this movie, the only thing Tim Robbins had done was private resort. Or, or was it, no, I'm sorry, preferred, preferred fraternity vacation. Like, he was nobody. Was before this movie? Fraternity vacation was 84, I, I believe. I believe it was. Wait. I'll have to do my Googles at some point and look. One of you look. Jeez, I can't look up everything. Oh. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, Maverick finally shows up after the ceremony when they're doing the congratulations and drinking shampoos in their uh, white suits. I won't call them what Colonel Jessup calls them <laughs> in their white suits. Um, and he comes up right into Iceman's breath space and says, congratulations. <laughs> and Iceman says, thank you. <laughs> and they share a tender moment looking into their longingly. And then they remember other people there, and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 everybody, congratulations, good job, good job. And immediately, before they can drink the last drop of champagne, Viper's like, some of you have to leave right away. There's a situation. Oh, my gosh, that was so ridiculous. (laughs) Nowhere else. What about the rest of the people who graduated 17 months ago? Or even years ago. What are they doing? This happens all the time. You're constantly growing the crew Right. Right, like I don't understand why we have to I go. Can, like I can understand why Viper and Jester had to go, but I right, but but Viper and Jester didn't go. That's the problem. Right. They stayed in Miramar. So there's a situation um, over the Indian Ocean, isn't that a coinky thing? Right. Are all the right situations over the? In- what the hell is happening? Is there a country in the Indian Ocean? What the hell is happening over there? <laughs> Yeah, um, Cougar um, got mad and was like, I'm still here, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so Iceman and Slider, excuse me, <clears throat> Hollywood and Wolfman, and Maverick, without a Rio, hint, hint, are called to the situation. And what happens is, oh, oh, and Viper says, well, he explains the situation first. The situation is there's a disabled vessel that wandered into foreign territory. Because, you know, that's what ships do. Even if they have a motor, they still move. So I'm like, why didn't y'all, as soon as you got the distress call, why didn't you go save these people right, right. before they wandered into foreign and territory? And fighter jets instead of maybe a cargo plane or another ship? Uh, uh, <laughs> are the fighter jets going to not only shoot shoot other planes, but, like, drop right. supplies on how to fix the right, damn yeah, ship? Yeah. Like, this it. doesn't solve the issue. They're gonna, you know, get some boats and pull them on the rest of the way. They got exactly. some for them. 
Got a tugboat. It makes no sense. I was wrong. I, I was. I'm sorry. I was half asleep when I was watching the end of this. So maybe. So Tim Robbins wasn't at the graduation. You're right. I apologize. I've um I've seen this movie 52 bajillion times. I know where Tim. I saw Robbins him there. Was. I made him there. I'm gonna tell you that much right now. <laughs> you like he's Tim Robbins. He has to be everywhere. And he just. I know it was a dream then because he was Tim Robbins from Bob. So. <laughs> <laughs> He had a suit and everything. He had a suit and everything. But it was white. (laughs) But it was that same haircut and everything. So I I apologize. (laughs) Now that it's cleared up to me. I I can't stop laughing. (laughs) It was Bob Roberts. Is he coming? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, crap. Sorry. Woo. Okay. So Viper tells. Viper tells Maverick. He'll be assigned to Rio when he gets to to the Indian Ocean. Um, and if not, give me a call. Because I'm going to just show the Indian Ocean right. Is just right there. Give me a call. I'm, I'm going to hop on my motorcycle and come on over. <laughs> give me a call and I'll be your Rio. But you're a pilot. How are you going to be my Rio? Because <laughs> I can do it all. You know. I'm Viper. I'm, Viper. I'm a jack of all trades. So it turns out um, Maverick ends up with Merlin. Who would thunk it? I think Merlin is the bad one. What'd you say? I said, who would have thunk it? Right. Because there are no other Rios either. Apparently. These are the only Pyatts. Those are the only Rios. You get what you got. Moving on. The Navy on. really needs to go get out and do some recruiting since they only got student <laughs> pilots to go fight these battles for them. <laughs> right. right. I just graduated. <laughs> you don't give the nurse who just graduated, a doctor who just graduated a scalpel. You make right. them wait. You make so them train a little bit longer, really right? You have to do a resident. Hey, a residency. Hey, um, congratulations on becoming a doctor and graduating from medical school. Get this open heart surgery we want you to take care of. <laughs> Scrubbing, come on, come on. So, when they get there, Stinker tells them their assignments. Um, Hollywood and Wolfman and Iceman and Spider are to go out and sort of protect the vessel and look for any enemy combatants, but do not fire on them unless they fire on you. And Maverick, you're gonna back them up. Iceman can't let the room clear. <laughs> He's still in front of Maverick, and he says, oh, hell no. No. Not only was this food dangerous before he killed his best friend, but he killed his best friend. <laughs> I don't want to be up there with him. And he ain't been in the plane since the day after he killed his best friend. <laughs> and Stinger said, I, 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 I. look, I don't care. We don't have that. any other pilots, so. Right. You Do you want Cougar to do it? <laughs> do you want Cougar to do it? Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. I've been waiting for Who? you, <laughs> Lieutenant Weinberg. <laughs> so they have their dog fight. Um, and I, I don't understand this either. There are two things I don't understand. So they go out, and there are six mixed. First, you think there are two. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's four. Oh, there's five. Oh, my God. There's another one. There's six mixed out here. You sent two planes to deal with six enemy combatants? I'm sorry. Can I backtrack? Back to Cougar. That's why he's a danger to Cougar. They saw one MIG in the beginning and Maverick decided to, to engage or to go somewhere else. He left his wingman and Cougar said, no, it might be another one. And Maverick went on and did his own thing anyway. 
I said that. I said he left his. I said he left him. Yeah, I said it. I said that. Yeah, he left his wingman. Sorry, but but Cougar still punked out. Yeah, because he saw. He's like, nah, man. He's you know he punked out because the guy missile. The guy missile locked on. He's like, I can't count on nobody. So I'm out of here. And Maverick, (laughs) Maverick said, if he was going to shoot him, because Goose even said, man, go down there. And he said, if he's going to shoot him. He just shot him. Oh, believe me, I'm not arguing that Maverick is not a, a an ass hat. He is. He is cocky. He's he, he's awful. So they share the radio. Everything that happened, they share huh? the radio. And so Cougar heard. Yeah. If he's going to shoot him. He, he was like, shot. what? <laughs> he said, what? That's what you waiting on? I could be dead by the time you get here. Okay, <laughs> so there's six MIGs out there. They only send two planes. I'm, I could be wrong. I know they said when they first got to Top Gun that the planes that Viper and uh, Vi- Viper and Jester were using were smaller planes that looked so they were sort of like the mix. So they were sm- the smaller and a little faster. Right. And apparently only need a pilot because the mix don't seem to have Rios. Right. Here's my first question. I probably should have asked that. Why are we sending the people up in planes that are bigger than everybody else that require two people? To man Why them. is our technology behind why, everybody yeah. else? Right. <laughs> what the yeah, hell? We're a superpower. We, we're supposed can't... to be the number one country in the world. Why we got them? Exactly. You know, I, I'm so confused. Why are we? Why are we setting up two targets yeah, instead right. of one? It, mm, I'm very. Mm, I have to question that one. So, um, Hollywood and Wolfman are hit pretty early on. I'm trying to figure out how they got invited <laughs> to this party. Anyway, they got hit very early on and have to, um, eject, eject, I'm going to say evacuate, eject (laughs) from their plane. And as soon as they hear that ice is like, holy shit, that means that damn Maverick's coming up here. And sure enough, they called Maverick off the bench. So Maverick is rating and he goes up. And he's having a hard time, and he flies through some MIGs and gets some jet wash and starts to spin out. And as soon as that happens, he goes all cool on us. (laughs) (laughs) Sweaty and crap, like, calm down. And Merlin's like, what are you doing? Get back in here. Oh, it's too close. I can't. I got to go back. And he disengages, and then he's, like, talking to Goose. Goose, tell me what to do. What's it to do, Goose? Um, are you expecting him to answer you? Cause like, um, he's dead. He's not gonna tell you what to do. You gotta, you gotta get some balls and figure it out yourself, sir. So suddenly, and we don't even understand what makes him decide he can go back. He just suddenly is like, I'm back. And they're like, Oh, he's back. He's back, reengaged. Um, when they're all flying, Rick Rossovich does not strike me as somebody who's kind of a panty waist. But um, when they're flying, oh my god, ice, ice, ah, ice! They're behind us! Oh my god, there's a bogey! He picked up two o'clock! Ah! And then Merlin's all, ah! Why was Goose the only one who was calm? Goose was always like, "Hey, it's a bogey." The Goose had to be calm because of who was because of his pilot. He had no choice. <laughs> if he if he had flipped out, they'd be dead. Right. You know, they... <laughs> Somebody got to keep this fool from running us into a mountain, so it's well, got to be me. Is that why Iceman is Iceman? Because he knows how to keep calm even when that idiot behind him is, ah! He was, he was getting fingerprints all on the windows. Ah! Oh, my God! 
Oh my god, they're everywhere. It's fine. It's on his tail. Get him off. The Iceman's like, calm the hell down. God. Shoot him, Ice. Shoot him. He's like, I can't. He's behind us. Calm down. Jeez. So they end up, um, Maverick comes back and he shoots the wing off one Meg. We don't see the guy fly out, so I have to assume the fire kills him. I don't know. But, he like, he kills him and then just keeps <laughs> keep on trucking. Like, he's gone. He doesn't even care. And then there's some more engagements. Ice shoots up. Then not even shoot a wing off. He blows somebody up. And they're like, woohoo! I'm like, so this is, this is what it's like when you're in the military? Like... You kill people and don't even feel Pe- any remorse? People randomly, I guess it's like, why should I feel remorse? You showed up on You my showed territory. up. <laughs> yes. Who told you? Yeah. It's like the Death Star. Right. Like, why are you why here? You over if you didn't want to die. You wouldn't be hovering over our wondering shit. So, hmm, screw you. <laughs> you saw we came here uh, to help out our people. You decided to show up. So, bang, bang, bye-bye. Well, there you go. <laughs> I was like, I feel worse about this than they do. They don't even care. So, um, Iceman and Spider get caught by um a Mick and get shot at. They try to they try to avert, but they get shot on one side, and then the guy comes back around, shoots them on the other side. And um, Maverick, they're like, Maverick, where are Maverick, where are you? And then <laughs> Maverick. Finally gets the guy and he shoots him out the air and then the day is said, and then they all land and it's congratulations on and and Maverick is hugging Hollywood and Wolfman. I'm like, you didn't ever talk to them when you were talking. Why are y'all best friends now? And Maverick so and fake Iceman Maverick. ran and embraced. They ran to each other like in the field of hate, and then they embraced each other and had a big splashing <laughs> wet French kiss. And mentally you know that's what they were doing as they walked towards each other mentally they were like yes it, it was like it was like when Celie and her sister got back together <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was like you you're still dangerous but you can be my wingman anytime well shit you could be mine <laughs> now give me a kiss this movie would have been a hundred times better if they actually kissed. If they actually went on the pursuit. But their back love. then there was no ask no there was no don't ask, don't tell. Right. So I guess yeah, that, that would have been a problem. Can I just say I was supposed to palm I was just reading that the tension was so good because Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer didn't like each other. And Val Kilmer oh, actually apparently ah. really did knock him out in a fight while they were shooting. Oh. So uh, uh, Okay. That's why they didn't make out. <laughs> Maybe they were supposed to make out. They were like, "Yeah, nah, I don't like him." I can't Rick Ross. They both said, "I can't Rick Ross." And he was like, "Dang, both of y'all." So there's all these congratulations, and after all is said and done, Maverick is packing up because. Once you shoot down three or four planes, you get to go back home, right. I guess. Like, you don't stick around in case, you know, the enemy that sent those six MiGs out want to no, send, like, ten more. You don't stick around and you see. You serve out your term. How about that? Serve out your term. <laughs> you You're not out of the Navy, dude. Where are you going? <laughs> so Stinger tells him, you have a choice of assignment. What are you going to do? And he says, I just thinking about teaching. And Stinger's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, basically, like, seriously? Did you? you can, what are you going to teach me how to did do? You, the assholes who don't listen? 
did you consult with the consultant about finishing up Top Gun and then just deciding what you're going to do? You can write your own ticket. Does that really happen right. in the Navy? I didn't ask him that. I should have asked him that. <laughs> um, so, um, Mavic, I guess he ends up back at Miramar teaching. Like, we don't know what happens. We just see him at a bar. And um, you lost that love and feeling comes on a jukebox. And right. you know what that means. And he's looking for her. And they get back together because that makes sense. I really want to know how much time passed. That's their song, Not Take My Breath Away. Take my breath away. Why didn't I, I, I see going to. I don't know. I thought ah. you were going to. Wasted moment. I thought you was going to need for speed or something. I was going to do that. I feel the need. The need for speed. It's all Mint's fault. She was getting so hype off of it. She almost sang it at karaoke last night. I mean, can you? Yeah. People sing that on (laughs) This song is amazing. No. With his three songs. No, you really can't. Okay. (laughs) Right. So, um, I have some random questions. And some of these, my consultant did answer. One of them was, how does one get a call sign? Like, what makes you choose it? Like, do you earn it? Is is he Maverick because he likes to play cards? Is he Wolfman because he's hairy? But then I went on Wikipedia and looked at the list of the cast. Um, Wolfman's name, last name is Wolf. His is the only one that makes sense. <laughs> Everybody else, like, Jester, are you a Joker? Viper, like, are you, are you snapping people? Well, he, he is. is. He, he is. Why would like you a be snake. Slider? Yeah. So... He was a burger. He, he liked um, white castle. Yeah, white castle burger. I was gonna oh, say because good, he's so man. oily. <laughs> You're, he's ice man because he's got ice cold. Well, apparently, you know, blood Merlin's in ori- originally in the first script, Merlin's last name was Merlin, and his call sign was Wizard. Oh, that would have been ah. good. So you know what? I think about it. He's Maverick because he takes chances. Right. That's what I thought because he was like goes rogue. Ah, who else? Hollywood. He must be from California. Who else? Uh, Stinger. I don't know. Mm, I don't know him that well. He looked like he was kind of stingy. <laughs> yeah. Adrian Passar was chipper. Why? Because he looks 12? Yeah. And Clarence Gilliard was sundown. Right. Is that oh, racist? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's nighttime. I feel like that's guys. racist. It's the dark I'm going gonna go, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm to skirt right past that racism. Whoa. How dare you? See, this is what yeah. you get when you look too deep into this stuff. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. So, do they fly the same plane all the time? I wondered that, I too. I think they do. I wondered that, too. I feel like they gotta. It's like, that's, I'm, I'm number 423. That's mine. Get out of here. You know. Okay. It's like, like, right. So then I... No, I was just going to say, it's like riding the same horse. You can't yeah. just get on a different horse if that's... Okay. So then I asked, if not... Do they paint their names on the plane every time? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Is it? Those are $50 million. So then, as I'm typing this, I'm like, because I saw like his name, Maverick, on the side of the plane, I'm like, oh, I'm typing this before I even call Daddy. I'm like, oh, they must put the name on the plane so that if they crash and they find it, they'll know who was in it. So I called Daddy like, is that why they put their name on the plane? And he said, no, it's because they're bragging. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. I like my idea better. Right. <laughs> but he did say that there are the numbers on the plane 
will tell you who the pilot and the Rio are. Right. Yeah. So my uh, my last question is, who cleans up the debris? The pirates that come and looted <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> I found the tail end of a big. <laughs> ah! Like, uh, they're blowing up these planes willy-nilly. I'm like, who the hell's cleaning oh, this? Really? Who mans the Indian Ocean I cleaning? No there has to be. Like a Coast Guard or whatever think that there's wreckage at the bottom of the... You know that they're still in in Lake Michigan. They're they have it mapped in in um, Chicago. They have it mapped where different shipwrecks are. So I believe that the plane goes down. Well, they, if they go get the body sh- out, if they they get the black box, if they can get enough pieces out, they do. If they don't, you know, oh well. I mean, a ship makes more sense because it's huge. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a huge undertaking. But a fifty million dollar plane you can't use it anymore. I was in this as a jet. The jet, but you could pull it out and you can't rebuild know. it. I, I mean, I guess you're right. That's true. As long as they said they need the black box, it's done, it's done. get the pilots out, get as much as they can, and next thing you know, some sharks are living in it. You know, <laughs> Ooh, this is my area. That's where Ariel goes to right. Play. You know, get her her um, snark blads and everything. Snark blads. Next time we do this, next time we do this, let's count how many times we reference another movie. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> Okay, so what are some of your favorite scenes or lines? Um, my favorite scene is beach volleyball. Nice. Uh, Leona? I just <laughs> chomp my teeth together. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Oh, calm down. So my favorite, it's not a favorite scene, but it's a favorite line. So it's in their last dog fight over the, like when they're really doing something over the Indian Ocean. And, um, they're trying to save Iceman. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they're getting the MIG. There's a MIG on their tail after they save Iceman. And Merlin's like, ah, what are you doing? Maverick, you're slowing down. What are you doing? And Maverick says, I know. I'm trying to get closer to him. And Merlin goes, you're going to do what? <laughs> <laughs> I rewound that like three or four times today. Like, holy shit, that was so funny. <laughs> His voice got so high. I'm um, of course, uh, of course. Also, I feel the need. I yeah. remember I used to do that all the time, and and I think with you, Leona, I used to try to make you do the high five they did when they would miss <laughs> and clap on the low end. And you used to be like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> I right. don't want to play Top Gun Stop today." <laughs> I knew Rachel had no no love for it, but yeah, I'm like, sister. you will watch it with me. But I'm not going to do this with you right now. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, Come on, Leona. I feel the need. You might give me for speed. <laughs> Are you excited right now? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch it again. Do we have to? <laughs> oh, my God. I watched this movie way too much when I was younger. Okay, so here are some fun facts about the movie. And I don't like one that not fun one. Um, in 2015, the Library of Congress selected the film for preservation in the National Film Registry, finding it culturally, historically, and aesthetically That's significant. Hmm. I, um, uh, it's, I mean, yeah. it is a cult classic, and like, you just say that people lose their mind. So I, I can see why they would say that. 
Um, I will say this, like, I totally forgot Tony Scott directed it. And as as that's about to come on, like, Mint was like, who directed it? And I was like, Michael Bay. (laughs) It's such a Michael Bay movie. It's such a Michael, except there's no explosions. Like, a couple, but, like, it's such a Michael Bay flashy lights and camera work but i was like oh yeah i was like oh it's tony scott so it's it's pretty much michael bait it's such a jerry brockheimer production it's such a jerry brockheimer production could you imagine a movie where all three of them are on the same time it It would just be it would be one big explosion in credits right um um actor matthew modine turned down the role of maverick because he felt the film's pro-military stance went against his politics. I have two things to say about that. First of all, if you don't know who Matthew Modine is, get your life right. Please do. So married to get mom. it together. Right now. Like, um, I don't know how you're living and don't Full know who that jacket, is. Full metal jacket, people. Make it happen. Married to the mob. <laughs> exactly. Please, get it together. Mm-hmm. Married to the mob. And the band played yeah. on. There, right. so You got a lot to choose from, anyway, so get say? busy. Um... So he felt the film's pro-military stance was against the politics. Do you feel like um, it was a pro-military stance? That was actually a very stance? common thought. That was part of the reason why uh, initially I didn't think it was going to do that well. Uh, it was supposed to be like a Cold War-themed movie. A lot of actors didn't want to have anything to do with it. Mm. Um, and uh, they actually mm. apparently had a hard time when they were first shopping it around because of that. I mean, think about it. Because it, it, these random attacks by these Russian pilots, I mean, it just it was just weird. So, yeah, I do think well, it's a pro-military stance. It's funny because Matt said, like, who is this who keeps coming up? And I was like, oh, oh those are Russian Megs. And, and, and she's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, oh, this was during the Cold War. Right. Because she has no idea what the Cold War <laughs> is. <laughs> like, except for what is in a, a history book that she learned years ago in, in high school. And I'm like, oh, no, back then? Like, we were, like, in fear. That the Russians would just drop a bomb but on us, we kind of winding or like they would just back by eighty six. Mm, I'm thinking later than okay. eighty six. If you if by winding it down, you mean yeah, like yeah, I think it was slowly winding it because down because like a lot of these yeah movies where Russians were like the evil person, like those were still going in the eighties. Yeah. The expert remember that movie? Oh God, it's, I just makes my stomach hurt. Yep, I can't. Experts, um, you know how I feel about Cold Lef- War. I mean, oh. Nikita. I, you know what? And I was just thinking about that because that's something you and I've had a, a couple conversations about, like not in depth, but we both both mentioned it. I, I absolutely don't watch anything about the Cold War, and like there's this show called The Americans I that comes on that has so a lot good. of friends who say it's I'm, excellent, I and I'm like, I can't. I hate that storyline. And I really feel like Russians should be like, would you please stop? Just like Italians don't like stuff about the mob. Like, I really wish Russians would say, stop right. it. <laughs> we right. don't have sleeper agents everywhere. Just knock it off. And um, The Blacklist, which um, I watch, they have a storyline that's sort of heading there. And I'm like, and I'm so upset with it. I'm like, I just... Oh, my God. I just... I'm so over it. I just really wish... There's so many other stories to tell. That we don't have to keep telling the Cold War story, especially in 2015, right? 2016. Stop it. Anyway, so yeah, I never took it as pro mil pro, I guess pro military, not pro war. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess what's wrong with the military? Um, <laughs> what's wrong with the military? It's more, I exists. guess because of who was president at the time. You know, the military back then, back in the 80s, the military was always 
the the presidents always found themselves putting putting our people in various countries where it really didn't have even if it wasn't just war was just going there to to make a stand we're here so we right that's what it was you know yeah but i said i think i just I still don't understand why pro-military is a bad thing. When I read it, I never saw it as pro-military, so I wonder if somebody misquoted him. Because I feel like that's weird if he would have said that. Yeah. Yeah. Pro-war, pro-war would make more sense. Considering, you know, he was in pro-military. the best war movie ever made. And maybe he changed his mind after yeah, he got maybe. older. Maybe he, I don't know, maybe he felt like that was telling the story. Uh, the story about war and killing people, part. but. No, the movies. In age? The oh, the... oh. But it's about, one is about the 60s in Vietnam and others about, yeah. I don't know. I can't even make sense of it. It makes, sometimes I think actors come up with reasons for stuff and I'm just like. Well, apparently she didn't want to be in it because she didn't know people would even be interested in a movie about a fighter pilot. And then when it blew up, well, was she was supposed to be time. Charlie. Well, I mean, I get that, but that, that that's a that's a more valid reason to me than saying, oh, I'm pro I just like, he had, he had <laughs> to have been misquoted. And I'm not not Modine right? and Matthew. Yeah, I was like, Matthew Modine, I love you. I'm not really not trying to shade you. I just think that's a weird thing to say, so I'm hoping you're misquoted. But anyway, um... And that's a fun fact. Somebody was. Yeah, that was. A sad I don't even want to talk about it. Can can I? It makes me sad. Yeah. If you if you if you want to know right, something sad, just it. look up. And then the movie, movie was dedicated to someone. Let's <laughs> Go just ahead. Say that. And that was a good thing that they dedicated it to him. One uh, fun fact that yeah. I was looking at was that Goose. So, okay, it's kind of sad. Goose was supposed to have died in a flaming crash, but the Navy said no. Oh wow. So. Yeah. Okay, because I remember I was reading on Wikipedia. They said that there was supposed to be a crash yeah. onto the deck, so and the Navy was like, "Maybe no, don't do part that. of his rewrite so of his death." Goose. Where we're like, "Oh, gee, why did it happen that way?" Maybe it was like this rush thing that maybe it still could happen, but it's still the fact yeah. that it was rushed. I don't know. Maybe that's kind of the pla- that's why the placement's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Honestly, would have made more sense for Goose to die earlier in the movie. Hmm. Because I think I don't know his motivations would have seemed to make more sense if Goose had died earlier in the movie. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so like, and I meant to ask at the beginning, but I didn't. So before you watch the movie again, what were your thoughts? I think I know, but I want you to say, <laughs> did you did you like the movie? Did you did you was your recollection of the movie oh. that you liked it before you okay. watched it again? This before time? I watched it again. Um, I couldn't remember what I thought. I know I watched this a lot with T and uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah, I watched anything <laughs> with Val Kilmer in it back then. So yeah, let's do this. All that, that was available on Netflix. Let me watch this. Yes, Top Gun. And you want to know after, or you want to go around the <laughs> table first? Well, let's wait. Okay, Rachel. Okay. I was indifferent to it before I watched. I don't remember if I liked it or not before I watched it this time question why okay. I watched it the first time. So. And you? Oh, well, you loved it. Okay. <laughs> so, like, just in case anybody was just in case anybody was 
wondering or slightly confused. Right. I loved it before I watched it again. Like that seemed like a given. I've literally seen this so many times that there was a point last night where I left the room and I was saying oh, the words. Oh. Like <laughs> I know this movie so well. I like, I knew everything that was happening. I don't remember watching this again after the first time. Maybe I watched it twice. Am I? Maybe this is the third time I'm watching. I'm watching it. Well, no, you were not the kind of person. Even you, then, you yeah. didn't watch movies a whole lot. It took movie a lot. For Shell to watch it. I'm not surprised if you did. I mean, so I don't. Yeah. So I don't think I disliked it, but I just don't Le- remember ever watching it yeah. again. I've I've seen Men at Work more than I've seen yeah. this movie. I, I can imagine that. I mean, because Leona and I literally would be bored and be like, let's put on a movie. Teen Witch, Top Teen Gun. It didn't matter. It did not matter. I can quote Teen Witch to you right um, now. We've seen Teen with Witch. With shame. With shame. <laughs> um, Rachel, right. top that. Top that. Um, so, okay. Our thoughts after seeing it this time. Does it does it hold up for you? At all, period. Even if you don't think about the first time you saw it. As a movie, okay. does it hold up? For me, oh. Go first, Rachel. Me first? Is that what you said? Yeah. As a movie, yeah, it holds up. Not for me, but it holds up. Mm-hmm. I do understand why people enjoy okay. it. I do understand why it's a cult classic. I don't dislike it. I just don't know if I'm going to trip over myself to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, similar answer. Um, I actually think it's really good for that, you know, that kind of like high octane guy's guy kind of movie. I actually think it's well done. I think it holds up even 30 years later. It actually is a fun watch as far as those particular scenes. I think not those scenes. It slows down a little too much for me. Um, But Mm -hmm. it's not my personal favorite, but like like Shell just said, I totally get why people are like, this is the movie. Let's do this. I I get why it hypes people up. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like um, I actually watched it last year when it was on Netflix, and I was so excited. Like I said, I, woohoo, Top Gun! I was actually did a a Tom Cruise marathon. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to say mm-hmm. say that I do that all the time. Anyway, um, I was doing a little marathon. And I watched it, and like I said, halfway through, I was like, "This movie has no right. point." Like I literally could not tell you without looking on Google what this movie was about. Without telling you the whole damn, with everything that happens, I could not tell you the part of the movie. So, um, would I watch it again? Probably. Probably, but it would take another year or two. Like, I wouldn't just, it's not like Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> I would just turn it on and watch it, you know? I think it holds up. But like you said, there, there are certain parts of it that hold up. And there are other parts. Like, I was reading a quote that Roger, e- Roger I think it was Roger Eber, who said, um, and I, I'm not going to quote him exactly, but he basically said, he said, the scenes that are really good, like the fighting scenes, the dogfight scenes, are really good. But the, the right. scenes that are bad, right. when they talk. It's, and I have I to think... say, I agree. I have to agree. And it's no shade to Val Kilmer. It's no shade to Tom Cruise. I think the writing is very, um, it was written very much for, this movie is just about people finding a plane. Don't worry about what they're talking about. Right. right. I, I, are we about to say something? Well, that, that's that's what Roger Ebert's uh, assessment of it is pretty much what I was saying. Like, I enjoyed the fighter scenes. I just don't like the, non, the anything else. But mm-hmm. with that said, 
Mm-hmm. I watched this with someone when I watched it. And this person was extra excited about watching it. And where I was kind of drifting off on the non-plane scene. What? And forgetting what was happening. I was getting the recap. He thought it made absolute sense. He thought it all was cohesive and perfect. So I think there are people who actually like them. So you're not talking about the little one. You're talking about a grown-up. grew up watching it and feels the exact same way he did <laughs> his own life. He's like, what? It's because this and then that. And I was like, you got that out of it? Okay. So maybe, I don't know, maybe it's more of this particular demographic. If you know what I mean. Right, I know. (laughs) (laughs) You made me do a Roy Biggins laugh. (laughs) Roy Biggins. Oh my gosh. A podcast on wings would be awesome. Um, oh my god, we have to! Yeah. Is it still on Netflix? Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going back to Roger Ebert's um, critique of it. My prop, how you say it, the talking is where it wasn't good. It wasn't their acting. Oh, I don't no. blame the actors for what I didn't Mm-mm. enjoy. No, Mm-mm. I do blame the casting. I think he I says the writing. I think the casting because you you got this forced romance, and to me, Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis don't no. click. None against either one of them. They, she clicked with Harrison Ford. Oh, witness that movie was boring and, too. And right. He clicked with Renee Zellweger, but um, right. They those, just those just lifts still, he had to wear to be in no. scenes where they were uncomfortable. He couldn't. The chemistry was just. <laughs> it's look, true. Look, and I really don't. I really don't want anybody to think anything bad about me because I think you can love somebody but still give the proper amount of shade when it's mm-hmm. due. The man is little. No, he wears lips on everything. Wore, they say There's a point out that he had to wear them with her because she's so much taller. Yeah, yeah. But he did it with everybody though because like there's a scene at the beginning when he's talking to James Tolkien and he's getting chewed out. You can tell James Tolkien is not no. tall, but James Tolkien is probably the same height as him. And they have him being taller than him, and I'm like, that's so unnecessary. And see, <laughs> like, which makes it. But, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just saying that, like, that that's just um I think that was something they did a lot when he was when they were right trying to find his brand. And, and, okay, so th- that makes that odd to me to, to pair them because they go out of their way to get women that are shorter than Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They don't. used to. No, Al Pacino they put them definitely in I wasn't sure. Oh. I don't think Robert De Niro did, but Michelle. I mean, like Michelle, Frankie, and Johnny. I thought he didn't. He didn't have enough lifts. I thought that was. I thought that they went out of their way to get people shorter than them. Mm-mm. They're they're notorious for it. And then maybe Robert De Niro's like, I don't care. Or and like maybe they maybe he makes them go. But Al Pacino is notorious for wearing lifts. I didn't know that. Michelle Pfeiffer is a lot taller than him. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. But anyway, I, I didn't. But know um. That. I, I, Mm-hmm. And I, it's probably not a common thing because a lot of these actresses nowadays, pres- I would say present taller, and they're actually short. Like who was it I was looking at? Who's like about only five feet tall? Uh, Jennifer Aniston. I don't know why I thought she was taller. Me too. But she's like yeah. five feet tall, or five two at the most. And I'm like, what? So like, not that people are getting smaller, but like I, I don't know. Like maybe they're. I don't know. 
I, these men are not tall. Mm. <laughs> I think they're I think they're putting lifts on them. Um, I Tom Cruise probably still does. Like he played Jack Reacher, the character Jack Reacher. I think it's supposed to be at least five eleven, six feet. Like that's how the character is written in the mm-hmm. book. So you have this man who's significantly smaller, but for some, for somehow on screen, he's presenting much bigger. And I think it's either the camera angles or he's in lifts. Or everybody else's has a a famous thing they do is put a hole in the ground and have the person step in the oh hole. Oh my god, really? Yes. This is very this is common. Not the Stone Ages. The men don't have to be giants. <laughs> well, uh, um, I guess when you I don't know, know. They, they had this thing back in the eighties where women had to be long and statuesque to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was about to say something else about this movie. Oh, um, about the the plot, the writing. I just wish that they would have, like, if they said today, if there was an announcement today, we're going to make a new Top Gun. I know they're making a Top Gun, too. I saw that on IMDb. Mm-hmm. If if they were to remake this movie and just, you got six plots going on, just pull, like, three or four of them out and focus on something and add mm-hmm. more to the story, I think I, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't even mind the story, the love story, if they gave me more to care about the love story. I think it's like Leona said. They really thought, hey, people are coming to see dogfights and planes go vroom. Like, nobody And then cares. somebody, they were sitting in a, so in a, in a um, little meeting. And he said, you know, sometimes the guys have to bring their girlfriends. Right. So let's, let's get them a love story. <laughs> let's make the women want to stay. Well, no, what I bet you what they said was, it's the Navy. There's sort of a reputation for the Navy. We don't want to have that stigma attached. These men are running around in close quarters with towels <laughs> on. You got to throw a couple chicks in here because people are going to think they're all gay. I bet Which that's why that happened. And it's so unnecessary because at the end of the day, do I need to see Do I need to see them have a relationship with anyone in order for nope. me to know they're a good pilot? Right. Nope. Right. And, you know, I'm all, I'm okay with them being gay. I'm okay with them being not gay. I'm definitely okay with them wearing and running their towels all the time and playing beach volleyball. Oh, good. All day. <laughs> can it be, can it be in every scene? Can they just find a plain <laughs> last shirt on? I'm okay with that too. I'll take it. Okay, so, well, in summary, um, let's yay or nay. Watch it again. Leona? Nay. Probably nay. Sorry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rachel? Is there a, um... <laughs> no, there is, isn't. There's, there's there's no, no, you there's can. No maybe. What, it means you're going to watch half of it? You know, you know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm laying down, chilling. It's on HBO. There's nothing else on TV. What the hell? Top Gun, let me... Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's some middle ground. I'll accept that answer. I'll accept that. Um, I will say yay, but like I said, there would be, I probably won't watch it again for another year or two. It's, I might have to forget that it's about right, nothing and go, right. oh my God, come good. <laughs> and then watch it. And then go, exactly. damn it, there's no plot. Okay, well, at any rate, I love talking about this movie because you know I love talking well, about Tom Cruise. <laughs> so. And I, I feel like we didn't well, talk about him worry, enough. Well, because you know, this year marks the anniversaries of other greats like Jerry Maguire. So we will talk more Tom Cruise at some point in the future. Right. It's Jerry Maguire and Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. <gasps> oh my 
god i was just telling Nint about how mission is possible like how i loved him back then but then it sort of waned but then i saw mission impossible <laughs> i was like i love him do you know I want his babies i i was he was just a guy you know up until jerry Maguire mission yeah. impossible but for me he it, oh. he it was um the one with jamie fox where i was like hey this dude is awesome <laughs> He was really okay. good in that. You didn't like think he, he was, was so awesome good in, in that role. movie. And and yeah, I think he's great in everything. I though. love Jack Reacher. I mean, ooh, oh my gosh, oh. Jack Reacher. And, I, and then you know, of course, I loved him in Tr- Tropic Thunder. So I, I understand why you like him so much. I just didn't get it in the eighties. You know what? <laughs> I had no. I take that back because I had a great appreciation for him in a few good men that's when he started really sticking to me in a few good mm-hmm. men so yeah mm-hmm. so there but it it was seeing him play more than just the um the good looking dude that that really helped mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay any other final oh, thoughts fun chat. no yeah this was a good one. I like talking about would, this because it was like, this doesn't right. happen. We don't have to right. think. <laughs> right. We don't have to think about people's mental stability or why, why, why did he do that? There was no reason. <laughs> what makes him tick? Or anything. <laughs> <laughs> this was a Seinfeld, uh, this was a Seinfeld movie in an airplane. I would have just said exactly that. It's Seinfeld in an airplane. <laughs> Okay, well, as usual, it was great talking to you about a great movie we watched. Um, all our fans, you can find us on fandomcity.com. You can also find us on the Twitters at Fandom City Mayor. Fandom City Mayor, yes. I got it right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, and um, uh, all Leonard, yeah. Leona X is also on the Twitters. Fan, fan. Yeah. I'm on there too, but eh, don't worry about me. You'll find me. If you're really lucky, you'll find me. Um, and that's it. Uh, Facebook? Fandom City. Fandom City. So um, please reach out to us. We would love to hear some feedback. We are now on several platforms. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, You have SoundCloud. no excuse. There's so many ways to find us. No excuse. No excuse to not listen to us. So give us a listen, share with your friends, give us a, a review on iTunes or Stitcher. It's very hard <laughs> on Stitcher. I still don't know how to do it. When I figure it out, I'll let you guys know how to do it. It's so hard. iTunes is so simple. Like um, us so on give us a, SoundCloud a, a, if you're listening. Like us on SoundCloud. Give us a nice review on, on um, iTunes so people can find us. Um, give us a review so we'll know people like Come us. On Facebook and chat. How to do it. Now, if there's a movie you like, let us know. Um, we want to get to the point where we can start warning people about what we're going to do so that um, if you want to send in feedback and we can read it on the podcast, we'll do that. So thanks, everybody. Until next time, don't forget to yeah. press the rewind. Bye. 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 Bye.